Hello, everyone, and welcome to Platonic Life Mates Podcast. My name is Melissa. And I am Whitney. And today, this is dropping on Valentine's Day. Um, so happy Valentine's Day, if that's something you celebrate. Is it dropping on Valentine's Day or is it just Valentine's Day week? Because Valentine's Day is a week from yesterday. I don't know. I thought Valentine's Day. I don't know. It doesn't Whatever. matter. Happy Valentine's Day week. Whatever. In honor of Valentine's Day, we're calling this episode Happy V-Day because mm-hmm. we're going to talk all things vaginas and lady health. So happy V-Day. Happy V-Day. You know, vaginas are my uh, favorite sex organ. Well, it's mine too. I know. I have one. I like them. So I mean, much. I'm attracted to men, but I mean, visually... Vaginas are much nicer to look at than a wiener. Oh, yeah. They're just, they're very artistic. Where a wiener is just like, yeah, it's it's very sausagey. Well, look at all the art. Like, look at sculptures and uh-huh. look at, like paintings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ladies mm. are looking nicer. Man, well, it's just like swinging around like a hairy sausage. Like, <laughs> Have you ever seen like the like a meme on social media or anything like that? Like, women, what would you do if you had a penis for a day? And I always post the uh, the like uh, gif, gif, gif of gif of the elephant, like the baby elephant swinging his trunk in a circle. Like, I feel like that's all I would do if I had a penis for a day. It's just helicopter, helicopter, helicopter. <laughs> That seems about right for you, considering your love of like boob tassels. Like, so that's just an ex- a, it's just a giant. It's just, it would a, just be it's a an connective tassel. Yeah, it's a tassel I don't have to glue on. Penis would just be a vagina tassel. I know. And I know I hate. I always I was I always say this or think about this, but like I know boobs are like something that's like attached to us and it's like there and and sticks out, but. Boobs don't bother me. I feel like if I had like something between my legs, like sticking out, hanging out, it would just be very uncomfortable. It would just be in the way all the time. So what you're telling me is you would tuck. If you had a penis, you would be tucking. I guess. Okay. I would just. I would rather not have a penis. Well, you're in luck. Yeah, I know. I was. I was. I was very lucky. I also have to say, outside of this being Vagina Day. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to record this podcast with you, Whitney. I was thinking about this uh, when I was like collecting my notes kind of throughout the week is so the whole reason like you and I kind of started doing this was to like talk more and catch up and hang out and like have other people listen and come on and stuff. But so two weeks ago, it was very voyeuristic of us, really. Two weeks ago, we were doing a book review, which is fine, but it's not as much of like you and I just open, open forum, just chit chatting back and forth. And then last week we were interviewing Beth. And so I feel like this week, even though we have a topic and an outline, like it's going to be a little more free flow of you and I kind of just talking and teasing each other and stuff like that and that's i'm really excited like i feel like we've had two weeks of not this and i'm excited to have this with you talking about vagina and i'm i'm saying this in air quotes because i don't know other word for it besides this just like whitney mel vibe feeling back and forth fun time i'm pretty sure the book was a a back and forth vibe Yeah, but it wasn't as much free form as the topic where the topic okay. is vaginas. So we we got an outline, but you know that you and I are gonna go on to like outer space. With I can this. improvise about vaginas all day. <laughs> all day. You <laughs> You're start reading vagina monologues to us and just I'll just break one out right now. Mm-hmm. I will create like my the own Whitney vagina, vagina monologue. monologue. Yeah. I'll just do it right now. So I have a question before we get into check-ins. Okay. 
does your vagina have a name? Not as in like, oh, well, like no. my, no, you don't have a no. name for yours? No, it's just my vagina. Oh, well, mine's name is, I don't know if I want to share, I'm not going to share this. Sometimes there's things that don't need to be shared, but mine does have a name. Yeah, I agree with that. There are things that don't need to be shared. <laughs> but mine does have a name. Okay, that is a choice. I know, but it's not like a name. So we'll get into more later. But anyway, okay. check-ins. You go first. I went first last week. It's your turn. I'm putting the, I'm putting it back on you. I always oh, fuck you. Uh, my I week love was you. Fine. Whatever. Um, I'm just gonna spend the whole episode guessing what you call your vagina now. Hmm. Let me go with ten points to Gryffindor if you do guess it. Okay. Oh yeah, because I am a Gryffindor and didn't know it. <laughs> I really thought I was a Slytherin. Very surprised. Um, let's see. My week was fine what did i do you know what i did and i did not i watched it uh just because i was curious and i didn't know if i would like it or not i feel like i'm, I'm gonna be upset because this was probably no, no, my no, no, thing no. because i'm not i'm not like a like a diehard fan or anything taylor swift miss watched, americana yes i, watched I know miss americana me too and <laughs> that was my whole I really liked it yeah i'm not like a taylor swift fan no i haven't well, you know, she was she's a couple years younger than us, and I never got into her music per se. I liked her 1989 album for whatever reason. I listened to that one, but I, like I hadn't that. followed anything before. And I, I like her reputation album too. See, I haven't really listened to that one. I don't I know. Did. It. Um, but I liked 1989. Something about it I liked a lot. Um, but I watched Miss Americana on a whim. I I think Joey was working or whatever, and I was like, oh, I have some time. Um. And we'll just see what this what this is like, because I like watching documentaries like that about women who are really good at what they do, really powerful in the industry they're in, uh, kind of maligned in the media and labeled and put into a slot and just like that's what they are. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously they're a human being and there's so much more than that. So I always find it fascinating. And even like whether you love her or hate her. I think you could hate her and think she's the worst and just be like, oh, I hate all of her music and da 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 and whatever. But you can't deny to get to that level of success and popularity. There's talent there. Like, obviously, there is raw talent. And so I love watching documentaries like that. Like um, the other, you know, the Lady Gaga one. If you haven't watched that, it's on Netflix as mm-hmm. well. The Five Foot Two. I highly recommend that one. Now, I love Lady Gaga, so I watched it because of that. But also, very good. Um, so yeah, I watched Miss Americana this weekend. It was really fascinating just to see kind of her process of how she writes her songs. I would love to see more of that. I think that's so interesting. It almost seems um, like she just kind of like sits down with like the, the, I don't know what he is, piano guy. And like, she's just kind of like riffing and like making it, not making it up, but they're just kind of like figuring it out together. Like she's writing her own songs and it's just like, yeah, kind of just figuring it out as they go. And you're like, that's kind of a very creative process. Yeah. Or she'll come in like, you know, I I was singing this at like three in the morning, listening to this on my phone or, you know, whatever. It was very organic. And Mm -hmm. I love watching the creative process of people because I always think it's so interesting. Um, But she, her, yeah, she's a really good songwriter. Her lyrics are just, she comes so fast. And yeah, Um, I thought it was really interesting how they touched on her eating issues and her Mm -hmm. body image issues um they kind of came up so organically and you know it wasn't 
I think people can be like, oh, whatever. It's not like she was anorexic or like whatever. But I mean, she, not um, she wasn't anorexic, but like she said that, like you know, she, she wasn't a, eating. She was a double zero, yeah. and um, and now she's a size six. And she, I mean, like she looks amazing still. It's like she's like beautiful. And I remember her like when and she's talking about being a double zero, and like that was just like what she thought was normal. And she thought it was normal to like feel like I'm gonna pass out after a show and stuff like that. And now she's kind of like promoting like 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 women and girls should be like be healthy and be strong and like it's not normal to feel sick and you know weak and stuff like that yeah and i i thought it was interesting when she talked about like she was looking at photos and say you know if i saw a photo where someone was criticizing her like is she pregnant or my belly was sticking out that you know that would send me into the spiral and i just wouldn't eat for a while mm-hmm. and she talked about how now it's like turning the channel where we just say no we don't do that anymore because i think that's really important it's not something that you just like oh i've solved it oh it's Mm -hmm. gone it's just something i don't do anymore like no that is a thing that you will actively always have have to do for the rest of your life and you will like relapse into it and you may do it again and again um and you know her look at who her fans are i think to show that i think that was a great Mm -hmm. a great thing to show um and the other thing I really found interesting was the the piece about her sexual assault case. Yes. I remember that when it was going on um, and stuff. I do too. And just being like, so disgusted. You, he was suing her for like a million dollars and she was countersuing oh, for a multi-million. And she was countersuing for a dollar just like just to, you know. And it was in like the point she made, and I'm going to misquote this, but the point made was that, you know, she was still being questioned and wasn't believed. And there were witnesses and like photographic proof. And she was still being questioned of the validity of the case. And she's like, and just think of people who don't have witnesses and don't have photographic proof. Like, it's of course, they're not going to come forward. Of course, they're not believed because I had witnesses and photographic proof and I still wasn't believed. Yeah. There's a photo being taken right when it's happening with his hand up her skirt. She's like, there were seven witnesses. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she's Taylor Swift. Like, she is who she is. And and people were still like, well, why didn't you yell when it happened? Why didn't you move farther away from him? Why didn't you why didn't you handle this this way? And I feel like people who say that kind of stuff are men or a woman who hasn't like experienced somehow hasn't experienced sexual assault because well and i think it's more of like every woman has experienced something yeah you're so programmed by this misogynistic bullshit that just you to are not so just like that's just normal this right is just things this like you don't a make a deal. scene yeah like to not yeah. make a scene and that i mean branching off of that and that was something else she like taylor swift talked about is like like most of her career was to be nice and to be a good girl and to like not be controversial and you know to play to play that middle ground and finally like she kind of when it's like a uh, a Tennessee woman running running for office and she like she stands for awful things and Taylor Swift like makes a stand against it like publicly like tweets about it and like it's you know different because like her whole her whole career as a woman she wasn't allowed to be controversial she wasn't allowed to take take a stand politically and finally she does and it's just like and she's branched out even more from that and i think that's good um that's a good role model to have for young women it really is that you don't have to kind of go with status quo yeah well i always find it interesting when people are like celebrities should just keep their mouths shut because celebrities have just as much right to talk about 
politics as anybody else it just happens that they can be heard by more people you know well, <laughs> like, if anything they should speak out you know what i mean they have just as much right have- as like your dentist to talk yeah. to you or your neighbor like they are also voting citizens in mm-hmm. this country like i think people who say they should keep you quiet is people who those celebrities have they have a different opinion than them and they're upset because that celebrity has a huge platform uh, you know to speak from yeah, it was really interesting the way they contrasted that to the Dixie Chicks. Cause, and I do remember that when they talked oh, out yeah. about President Bush. And then it was like their career was over. Like, yeah. they were done. And I couldn't remember what they had said. And so I went back and looked at it. And it's so It's tame. so minute. Yeah. It's just like we're ashamed of him being from Texas. Like, we yeah. don't want this war. And that's like it. And so nowadays, it'd be like no big deal. But the backlash and what people were saying, I don't remember. Like who death was. threats like, was, and gross yeah. things. Like gross, like masculine, like men, men saying like gross, like things. Well, and I wonder too, not that this is an excuse, but I wonder if the difference is um, at the time, like Dixie Chicks were country music. And when Taylor Swift took a stand, she kind of switched from country music to more like mainstream top 40 type stuff. And I mean... Not to be a stereotype pusher, but like, but like country music that the the genre, the people who listen to country music are probably a little bit different than maybe a Taylor Swift fan now. You know what I mean? Like their their political beliefs and stuff like that. But but yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that, and then I I had to Google it because I and I was just like, man, that <laughs> that's so mild. Like that's not even mm-hmm. a big deal. Um, but yeah, and but uh, I guess also going back to like we're talking about the sexual assault, like why didn't you say something? But also like it's not even about like I mean part of it is like society conditions us to just like this well, is normal or whatever. But of, also like, an event like, like getting right, photos it, taken it, with other people, and also like just because I don't scream in the moment doesn't mean something's not happening. And, right, and it's also it takes you I take it's it's surprising. You're like oh my god, this is happening, and by the time you've like had that like, thought, like it's over. We've all been in a situation where we've been inappropriately like i was oh my gosh an hour ago an hour ago perfect example i was on instagram just checking out instagram stories i follow an account Mm -hmm. called the home edit which they are home organizers if you love organization porn like i do it's a very good account (laughs) to follow i love them they crack me up but they're two friends they've done this for a couple years and their stories and stuff are really funny and i like them a lot so check them out but clea one of the women who owns the home edit she posted they were out for her birthday last night with a group mm-hmm. of lady friends. And she's around our age, a couple years older probably, but not, you know, mid-30s. And she was mm-hmm. with a group of lady friends. And sh- they asked one, uh, like a guy at the restaurant when they were leaving, like, hey, her picture. He's like, yeah, sure. So he was with a couple other guys. And a couple of those guys jumped in to the picture as well. And she was like, sure, that's fine, whatever. And one of those men, <laughs> they didn't know these guys groped her gross and so she's telling this on the stories and she's like clearly she's like clearly upset you know she's like Mm -hmm. and it's just one of these things it just happened he groped me he had no idea who i was groped me and then he's gone and i'm just i feel gross and upset and i just and i can't do anything about it so she could post a picture and point him out but you know what i mean and it's like yeah like I can think of times, yeah, I've been in a bar, I've been somewhere, and some dude has put their hand on me. And in the situation, you're just like, wait, what? What? Huh? I remember being like mid twenties, maybe early twenties, but it doesn't matter. I was working like a real job, and uh, a male coworker in front of another male coworker slapped my ass. 
And like, I don't even, I don't even like, I remember being so like, what the fuck just happened that I didn't even say anything. I just literally like looked at them both and like walked away. And like, thank goodness that the, the coworker that didn't slap my ass, the witness, like he was like, that's not fucking right. And he like went and got a manager and like the man, like the manager lost his shit on the guy. Right. Because it wasn't okay. And I just, but I didn't know, I didn't even have like a reaction because it was just like, it was so like out of this world that like that just fucking happened. Like, how is that even possible? How did someone in a work environment, not that, not that a bar makes it okay, but how does someone in a professional work environment think that it was acceptable to slap anyone's ass, let alone a, like a male to female? Like what, what, how, how, how? I was just on the bus. A month and a half, two months ago, minding my own business, headphones in, listening to something, and some dude across the seats, cross seats, all of a sudden out of nowhere, like starts, like he was trying to get my attention. I could see the corner of my eye and I ignore him, ignore him, whatever. And then right, they want the exactly, reaction. And then out of nowhere, and this is like an older man who, what the fuck are you doing? Out of nowhere, just like leans over and like, puts his hand on my thigh gross I'm, and and again you're like i'm on uh, like wh- i can't believe you uh, you just did that to me i'm not gonna cause mm-hmm. a scene because i'm on a fucking public bus you know right. what i mean like all these i don't think people realize all the thoughts that you have running through your head when another human especially a human you've never met feels like they have some sort of power over you to put their hands on you and as a woman you're like running through all of these things in your head of like is it going to be more dangerous if i call this out or if i don't call this out or if i i mean those were the thoughts running through my head if i call this guy out is he going to get off the bus when i get off and then i'm left alone with does he have a knife and like Like, yeah if i call this out is the bus driver going to do anything are they going to kick me off the bus because i'm causing a scene are they you know all these thoughts are running through your head Mm -hmm. in nanoseconds and so I just proceeded to get up and move to another seat, you know, and glare at him, right? And that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so you're just like, yeah. I, so, of course, half the time you don't say anything because I don't think men understand that. You're like weighing your options of if I yell or make a scene, is this person going to harm me? Right. So, yeah. Anyway, that was a super crazy rabbit hole. But, um <laughs> So besides Miss Americana Taylor Swift documentary, how else was the rest of your? Oh, I don't remember. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I. I mean, I watched that too. I. I. I liked a lot of yeah. it. Um. I remember, and I. It was stuff that it was like, oh, I remember that happening, but I don't know the details of it because, again, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan. I'm not anti yeah, Taylor Swift. I just, I just. She's just like not. On I'm my not radar. like a crazy T Swift fan. But I re- now like bring everything up when everything happened with um. Like Kanye West oh when he my like God. took over her. Oh, award. that was I guess, heart-wrenching was watching that. And I didn't when she talked about like after he left, everyone's booing. They were booing him going up on stage, interrupting her. But in the moment, she thought they were that whole place was booing. But she was her. only nineteen. I think I forgot how young. And I just she was. I think that like in her mind, everyone was just mad that she won this award and they were booing her. I just can't imagine how that would feel. And then they show like the interview like after it, like yes. were you a Kanye Smith? And you can just tell that she's just like. Ugh devastated and also it's like that's like a shit thing to ask somebody but then even like when other stuff came out when he like released that song about her and all this other stuff and then like this like the twitter of like hashtag taylor swift's over party or whatever it was and it's just like 
people are gross people are like awful. and it happens a lot like i i really like i think i've talked about before like i'm really into youtube i follow a lot of youtubers and and so like i, mean, I guess that's part of social media but it, what happens is this like cancel culture pops up like someone makes a misstep I'm not saying Taylor Swift had a misstep, but like someone makes a misstep, someone has a weird tweet, and all of a sudden there's this like cancel culture, and everyone just like piles on, and it's yeah, it's kind of sick. You, you like, can't make a single mistake as a human being because of cancel. No, and it's just like um, that's what hum- being human is. Yeah, uh, and when everyone jumps on this like cancel culture boat, I want to like let's put you under a, uh, under a, a microscope right? and let's analyze every detail of your life and how clean do you come out on that? I mean, I would say if I had to like pick a side between Kanye West and Taylor Swift, like mm, give me a T Swift shirt and like I will I will be there. Um, and just the sheer fact, like maybe I'm not like a big fan of her music, but I do like her message. I do like her message, and I and I, I you know she is very like like lady tribe like woman power and stuff like that i don't know if i'm like 100 percent like behind that i feel like that her is i feel like people have been so critical of her like dating men and writing songs about them that she's almost like overcorrected to like i like ladies like women power my friends and stuff like that so but i do but i still think it's a good message that she has right now is this like girl tribe women tribe lady power stuff like that and i I mean, that's definitely a stronger message than anything Kanye West has. I couldn't name a Kanye West song if I had to. I really yeah, couldn't. I just, well, it was interesting too. I forgot she was so young when that happened. She was only 19. If it had been someone else up there, if a white guy had, you know, won an older dude or something, he wouldn't have been up there. But it was some 19 no. year old girl. And so he went up there and he did that. And it was gross. And I guess I also, honestly, like, and again, you can't hold someone accountable for in the in the moment things. But like when it cuts to like Beyonce and her face, like it's almost like, well, maybe Beyonce should have done something more too. But again, like it's kind of saying like, well, why didn't you say anything when yeah. you were being groped? Because it happened so quick in the moment that you can't, you're, you're not expecting that and you can't think through it. So you really can't hold. And it was also, it wasn't her mistake. Exactly. It's not Beyonce's responsibility. But you're just almost like, like in hindsight, it's like, well, you could have been like, instead of like laughing and smiling, you could have been like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? But again. It happened so quick, she wasn't yeah, expecting it. It was just bizarre. Um, but yes, mm. I would recommend. So that was my week. I just, yeah, or that was what was on yeah. my mind this week. Uh, that's kind of, I mean, that was something I was going to bring up too. I've been watching also, uh, I got to stop watching so much Netflix. Like I just, I, I feel like I went to my psychiatrist yesterday and I feel like I've like lost a month of my life and like like a depression hole of like not wanting to do anything and like just doing the bare minimum uh but I kind of I just keep watching weird ass shows on Netflix or Hulu or whatever and right now I'm almost finished with uh the show Lucifer oh my god I just what the fuck I <laughs> literally just started that because I've had some people tell me and I just started it's really good too. yeah Get yeah. the fuck out of my Although- head. Weird. <laughs> well, I hate to tell you this, but we are I friends. Know, but that's so I'm hilarious. sure we like We literally things. haven't mentioned that to each other at all. I just, I randomly no. started on a whim when I was doing stuff at work for testing. And I was like, I, mm-hmm. I, I am going to eat this lunch. Oh, I'll watch this Lucifer show. I've had a couple students tell me about it. I, right. That's hilarious. And of course, I love a bad boy. So he's, I'm there. I'm there for it. He's Welsh, man. He's Welsh. Yeah, yeah, the actor he's super is. Yeah. Cute. I have had to look up because I'm not done with it yet, but like there's things that happen with like the characters that I get so angry about. Like I'm just so livid that the character made this choice that I've had to look up a couple spoilers because I'm like, if this is how it's going to be, I'm not. I'm oh, done. Fair. No, that's fair. <laughs> 
Like I had, like, I remember. Me, I'm, oh, I'm was, not. I'm not. There's another show. I was gonna say okay. there's another show. Oh, uh, like something, something Dixie. Oh, uh, I forget. But she's like a doctor goes to a small town. But anyway, like I stopped. Well, I I stopped watching that show because of just like the character arc that was happening, and like the, I was like, I'm done. Like I've checked out. Like I don't care. I don't care. I'm not invested in this show yeah. anymore. And that's what I was thinking was happening with Lucifer because I was like, if this is the like, if this is the way we're going, fuck this. Bitch is done. I'm done. I'm not because I'm not invested in that. Like I, it's just stupid. You know what I mean? I will give it credit. So one of my issues always is with shows and books is if like the main conflict is is because people don't talk and like share information. Right. Like uh, pretty like half of the fucking Pretty Little Liars. Like I like that show. But after a while, it was just like if you people would just fucking check in with each other every couple of days, nine, 90% of your problems would fucking go away. Tell each other what you found out. Yeah. Well, that's so funny. So stuff like that really bugs me. Started watching that. Yeah. So Lucifer. So I am on. I just started season four, and there. um, I literally. I'm on second episode of season two. So. Oh, so I just started season four, and apparently there is a season five. It's just not up yet, and then that's when it'll end at season five. Yeah, I think Netflix like picked it up, and they're like, okay, we're gonna finish it. I think Netflix picked it up in season like picked up season four because like Fox was canceling it, and then there was like hashtag Save Lucifer shirtless, please. That man is oh my god, so handsome. He is delicious. Not even when he's shirtless, but when he's like oh in his like like, suits. Oh my god, like well shirtless. Like lower belly shirtless, oh, yeah. and he has like a man mm-hmm. pee. I don't know what that's called, but I want to lick it. Yeah, <sighs> it's very handsome. That's why, mm. like, I looked him up because I was like, "Is this accent real?" Because sometimes it's, and it, it is. is. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, he's so from delicious." Wales. And then all these pictures have popped yes. up in real life with glasses. He's also oh god, very gorgeous in glasses. You know, I love a nerd. Mm-hmm. So, oh. Yeah, but he's the devil, and he's hot. Oh, yeah. I even like him when he has this devil face, and you're just like, mm, no. you a bad boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I will say, like, I'm not giving anything away. It's a different take on what you think of, like, the devil and Satan, like, just in normal things. Like, he's not really evil. He just punishes evil people. Like, he doesn't, like... Yeah. Like, like people talk about, like, oh, the devil on earth makes people do bad things. Like, he doesn't make people do bad things. Like, it's free will. He just punishes people who are evil. And you're like, that's a really cool take on, like, heaven and hell and yeah, the devil and stuff I'm, like that. I'm I like it. it. I like it. And I kind of like that, like, that different thought. Religious or not, like, it just makes you think of things differently. And you're like, okay, I, can't, I can get behind, like, that kind of Satan I can't in hell. get behind him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I could get in front of him, behind Anywhere. him, under just him, over him. All over that. Like, tree. Climb on, like, a tree. He's so handsome oh yeah. my god and and lick his little man v mm-hmm. thing oh my god yeah. oh i get goosebumps every time no, i think of so it handsome. we got off topic about vaginas <laughs> that's kind of related to vaginas i mean it's true you know any oh. okay well good so, week talking about all things vagina all things vagina i have a question for you i'm i don't name my vagina we already, you already asked me that Okay. No, but so so one of the reasons like I ha- I have zero like discomfort, zero fucks about talking about stuff like this. Like and I'm sure some people are like, eh, that's not necessary to talk about it, is because growing up, it was not something that you talked about, and like almost like like we I'm like I remember like being younger growing up, and like there were different names for different genders, sex organs, and because we couldn't say oh penis God. and vagina, I don't know why. 
And like, I don't like that idea. So like, I want to be like, let's talk about vaginas. Let's talk about penises because I don't like the idea of like different names. So growing up, were you, did you family use different no, names for things or was it penis and vagina? All of our body parts and we call them by our proper body parts. Exactly. And I think that's very normal and healthy. Yeah. Now, would you like to hear, would you like to hear oh, what mine were growing up? They don't make any sense. And they're actually, I hate it. So boys had Bobos. Okay. okay. And you ready for girls? No. Girls had frogs. That doesn't make, what? doesn't make I any think sense. I knew this. I think I blocked this out. Yeah. And I was just like. Because it's terrible. God. It's terrible. It's awful. I just. I don't understand. I don't like, either. Everett, Everett like, already said. Being little. Like, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't question it when yeah. I was younger. I was just like. I didn't question it. But now as like an adult. Even as a young adult. I'm like. What the fuck were we saying? Why? So bizarre. I just don't understand it. So no. My nickname for my vagina is not. Like, did you name it Frog Kermit? Princess. <laughs> I'm no. gonna name it Kermit. Miss Piggy. Just kidding. <laughs> Kermit the Kermit. Frog here. Kermit. It ain't easy being green. I wish. I wish <laughs> ew. I wish I could you do a good that. Kermit impression right now, but I can't. But first of all, if your vagina is green, Whitney, need to go to the doctor right away. Right now, like, let's cancel this. I will drive to Cincinnati and take you to the ER because that is not a normal color. Like in mm. the all kinds of ways, but green is not normal. Have you ever had? I'm just jumping around vagina talk. Have you ever had a Brazilian no, wax? No, because I am not abusive to my vulva area. God, no. Mm-hmm. I really want to have one. Well, I want to know what it's like. Good luck with that. But I, I mean, I really can't anymore. You know, I have no desire mm. to. To rip out the hair from from everywhere. No, <laughs> thank you. I'm good. I just I like to experience life, Whitney. Apparently, you like to be shown. You know what? I was actually reading about waxes and stuff, and actually, that can be bad for you because it's so it's just those tiny little abrasions and stuff, and you could be it's a lot of trauma, be, yeah, and more prone to infections and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. the hair's there for a reason, people yeah but i mean but it's all but it's there for a reason from like a like evolutionary standpoint like we're not walking around naked anymore no, but i also don't need it ripped out of there either like right not fair trim it up make it look nice right but we're not like cave ladies walking around and we got to have our our lady bush to prevent like frogs from crawling up in there no. and stuff because we're sleeping under a lotus tree i don't know i had i had a, i had a, i had a trail there and yeah. i just jumped off of it you lost that one um mm-hmm. but no well you talked about vulva and i i i think this is something everything this is this is something that i feel like lately i've like corrected people and i don't know why i have to be that person but when people say vagina i'll be like do you mean your or vagina your or do you mean your vulva and they're like, what? And they're like, vagina means, like, vagina is a general term for everything. No, I know, I know, but it, like, I know. But I like this, I like to point that out. And if you have hair in your vagina, very interesting, let's go to the doctor that too. Is, yeah. Ooh, probably be that's a new texture. <laughs> Just a fun fact your vagina is the mus- muscle tube, essentially, that connects your uterus to, like, the outside world. It's that. Your vulva is the 
We'll call it the front facing, the outside stuff, your clitoris, your labia, that area. That is your vulva. Those are two different mm-hmm. things. And your vagina is not a hole. It is a place for potential space, but it is not a hole. It actually, here's your second fun fact. It actually is collapsed. Like right now, I'm not doing sexy time. And it is collapsed. The walls are collapsed in and it's only like, like maybe two inches. But when you get aroused and when you're having intercourse or getting ready to have intercourse, the walls open up and then it actually lengthens to like three, four inches. Your vagina is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, it shoots out humans down there if you're also doing that. So Torpedo it speed. Does. They come like, shooting right out, out so fast. I give dads a catcher's mitt and put them on the business end of stuffs. So fast. Also, barring a medical condition, I'm not going to get into like medical issues with your vagina, but a normal healthy vagina does not need a summer's Eve or or any other type of douching or feminine products. Like your, that that stuff makes your, makes things worse. Makes going to make smell worse. It's going to make itchiness and dryness worse. That because fucks up your pH people. Yes, it fucks up your pH. Your vagina self cleans. You know what I mean. And even with your in your body in general, like there's good bacteria, good flora, and good fauna. Like not fauna, good flora in your <laughs> in your body. In your vagina. Fauna. There's like a deer running through my vagina, but there's good flora in your body, especially in your vagina. And you don't want to kill that kind of stuff with these like douches and sprays and summer's eve like shower gel. I don't even like when I'm like washing my body in the shower. You can cut this out if it's too much information, but like. My loofah soap does not touch my inside. vulva. Yeah. You don't even need to inside the in there. inside the. There's no soap inside the clappers. There's just not. You don't have to do that. It takes care of itself. Yes, and you're just like plus like first of all like a loofah also Ugh. there like that's going to wow. cause abrasions and open stuff like all kinds of stuff. But like your lady will self clean herself. She's like a cat. Okay, well, and she will clean they herself. Do call it pussy. So there you go. I didn't, I was just, I was going to make that leap, but go ahead. And so, yes, your vagina tissue replenishes every 96 hours. It is one of the fastest regenerative areas of your body. And I read that you put, po- you posted, I did not know. Yeah. I, I did not know that. Now I'm kind of curious because I always thought your tongue was like the like thing that regenerates the quickest, but I was yeah, like, wow. Your vagina regenerates really fast. And it's also one of the most, um, obviously sensitive and by that. I mean like the, the tissues are like most absorbent down there too which we'll talk about a little later so be careful what you're putting in there because the vaginal tissue really absorb stuff into your body like very absorbent Mm -hmm. tissue down there haven't you heard of like high schoolers soaking tampons and vodka and sticking it up their uh vagina that's what i do to go to work but i don't (laughs) that's how i get through the day melissa (laughs) don't judge me soaking tampons in things uh, here's another fun fact. Don't soak uh, or put your tampons in yogurt if you have a yeast infection and then shove it up there because that's not going to... Is that a people thing? People do this. They think that yogurt is going to cure yeast infection. That How? Like how? I don't. I, I want to know how they got to that thought. Because something with the bacteria and needing more of the like good bacteria and probiotics like in your, it's a, it's a thing. You Google It's amazing. It really is amazing. But so, but I like take ten seconds to think about the amount of sugar exactly. that is in yogurt. Well, don't definitely be using like 
fruit on the bottom, you'll play. Fruit on the bottom, you'll play. Whoops. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Key lime pie. Hmm. <laughs> this one came with granola. Um, Ooh! Oh, like the spr- I've seen like uh, like cookie sprinkles on like dessert yogurt. Do so you just put a little cookie yeah. on there? Like, oh. mm, dessert. Put a little cookie on your cookie. <laughs> don't. And that also leads I, into like don't put like honey, whipped cream. Thi- don't put those things up in your vagina. Those things will so, give you infections. Oh my gosh! I have. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to sound like an. I've never had like a yeast infection that I'm aware of. Maybe I've had a minor one and didn't realize like there was an issue. I have no idea. Had one. Oh my god. Okay. But so I wonder too. Like maybe like I guess honestly like if I had a yeast infection or if I had something going on like I would go to my doctor. I'm not going to Target and going to get like monostat like I could. I wouldn't even know that I would. I would essentially they prescribe you the same thing. Like it's the exact same thing. Um. So you'd be fine to do that, but. Um, I've had a couple, especially like after having the kids. I never really had any before. Yeah. And after that, I was like, well, they fucked me up. Uh, so now <laughs> I know exactly what it is if it happens and I just go take care of it myself. But honestly. So I will just call you yeah. and I'll take a couple pictures. I don't I'll send it picture. to you. I'll be like, is this what's happening? You can, you can just describe. But you know it. It's just like this itch. Okay. And you're just like, what the fuck? Uh, but itchiness doesn't mean just yeast infection. Obviously, there are other things. So, you know. Oh, there are like ha- being too like dry yeah. could be cause itching. Like there are other, and that comes and not just from age, like menopause, but that can be medications and stuff too that can yeah. make you. And there are drier. other conditions that also cause itchiness too. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, if you're not sure and you've never had one, go to your doctor, and then after that, you kind of. I know. have, I have had a UTI, oh and oh, fuck me, yeah. like literally, uh. Like it's all it's pain, but it's like it's the weirdest pain ever. They're not pleasant. Like I remember, just like like you know how you have to go when you have to go pee really yeah. really bad, and you're like it kind of yeah. hurts because you have to go pee so bad. So it's that feeling, and you go pee, and you have relief for like a second, but then all of a sudden it feels like it, that pain of having to pee really bad comes back, but you don't have to pee oh, no. anymore. It oh sucks. my gosh, that happened to me one time, and I didn't realize what was going on. I was just like, I, and then I finally like like. I, you know like half a day into it i'm like oh my god it's fucking uti because <laughs> i didn't i didn't get it i was just like something's going on something's wrong with my pee hole yeah she is angry mm-hmm. um when you're at work or in a setting like that when you would use like pads or tampons how do you take them into the bathroom with like do you take your purse with you are you like do you stick it in your bra or do you like carry it like a victory flag into the bathroom with you uh well i haven't because i use it i know now, and i've used it for a while i'm saying but like before, before or whatever i would it's been a long time since i gave a fuck about it so yeah. i would just take it in and i'm like yeah it's a fucking tampon like i'm sorry no. i think even like i always like even now like I always like like stick a tampon like in my like bra strap when I'm like I get out of my purse and like go in there okay. with me. I don't know why. I think it's just out of habit. Now, honestly, I don't think I would care to carry it in my hand. I just think it's a habit. I also like leave tampons in the bathroom when I think about it. Okay. Um, randomly because there's not a dispenser in our fucking building anywhere, uh. so I try to leave them in there. And then I also have like a box of them in my office because I see so many young women and then I have so many young women working in my office. So they all know I'm always like, yeah. if you there's it's just here, it's just in the drawer, come mm-hmm. get it. Well, 
And I will say too, like tampon, not t- yeah, tampons, pat, any of that kind of stuff. Like they are not super cheap. They're really They're not. not. Like, but I have never in my life met a woman who won't give you oh one God, if she no. has one when you Absolutely. ask. Never. There like would never. Be I've a never seen one like place in hell for you if you were like, I'm sorry. Um, it just it was like. They're like a dollar fifty each because they're organic. I can't give it to or, you. Oh yeah, like someone gives you one, they're like, okay, I have one, but it'll be a dollar fifty yeah, for this like, tampon. I'm sorry, I can't do that. No, mm, I'm sorry. I've given out my last one and been like, oh fuck, I think I'm gonna be on my period. You know what I mean? Like, no. Mm-hmm. Like I've never met a woman who's like not willing to give you a yeah. tampon. If you're like, in a bind, never. oh my gosh, it will it will bind us all. Yeah. Well, like when like when you have zero options, you oh know what God, I mean? Like it's, it's like fucking worst. I've even like been like, oh, I don't know. And like digging in my purse and like you pull one out and you're like, it's kind of opened on the end. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I'm going to stick it in. It doesn't matter. It's that or blue. You know what I mean? Because it's that weird wrapper and it starts to come apart a little bit because it's been in the bottom of your purse for six yeah, months. You're like, I haven't used this purse in four years, um, but here it is. Goodbye. And I bet if I like. Like, went through my house and, like, cleaned out every purse and every backpack. I probably have, you know, a whole box of tampons unused, like, floating in different bags and stuff. But, hey, they're there for a reason. Because when someone's like, hey, do you have a tampon? You're like, I don't think so. Let me look. You dig deep enough, you'll find one somewhere in some random pocket in that bag. I have so many tampons stashed in every, every... Everything. And, yeah, every bag, every purse, every, like, winter coat. I was like, oh, there's one in my pocket. Cool. Uh. Mm. yeah so you mentioned you uh do cups so my go-to for the most part is uh lola brand tampons so they are organic cotton and they are um they have a bpa free plastic applicator i know plastic but i i will use a metal straw i cannot use a cardboard tampon applicator no it's the worst the worst i'd rather use no applicator I would too. Like the like, like, like there's like the one brand like OB or whatever. I've bought those accidentally or whatever. Like younger, and you're like, no, I would rather like put it on the tip of my finger and just, shove yeah, it in there than use than use a cardboard applicator. But so I really like these organic tampons, uh, organic cotton tampons, and I've been exploring organic cotton tampons for a while because of there's like mainstream tampons. There's a lot like to get white cotton is not an easy thing. There's a lot of chemicals, especially in like the strings, the braids. Like, what's the one popular brand that has like that weird braid? The pearl. Pearls, Tampax Those Pearl. Those bits come um, off. They do. And so I've been exploring um, organic organic tampons for a long time, even like before, like at a point. Um, and that's when I started like looking at organic tampons. The only place you could buy them were like hippy dippy stores, like Whole Foods and stuff like that. Like they weren't on shelves at other places. And um, so I've been using these for a long time. I found them and why I like them is original organic tampons that I would find cardboard applicator, but also like they don't ex- like they didn't expand. They just got longer. And so it would just be like, and like, you know what I mean? When like the tip of your tampon sticking out, like you, you feel oh, yeah. that and you're like, this is a weird sensation. This isn't going to work. And plus they were really expensive. But so I love Lola. Um, they come in a bunch of different absorbencies. I think it's like light regular super and super plus and um you can customize like what you're going so if you go to like target or the store there are mixed boxes but it's it's mixed by you know everything you know you know 
five and 15 or whatever that mix is but this with Lola you like customize what your absorbency mix is and I like that because like my period starts lighter gets heavy and then goes back to being lighter again so I like not having to buy different ones to get that count so um that's my go-to now uh and there are I I don't you I've never seen them in stores anywhere so I get them delivered um through a, a, a subscription I actually have mine paused now uh, from uh, being pregnant. I never canceled my subscription or paused it. So I, they were coming in even when I was pregnant. And so I have like back stock of them. I'm getting low though. I have like a bunch of the boxes like stacked up in the back part underneath my sink in the bathroom. And my supplies are getting low. So I got to unpause my subscription soon. But I love those. Those are my number one favorite tampons of all I time. I used... When I was using tampons, because I did the same thing. I wanted to do organic because there's no regulation on ingredients in tampons. Because why would we mm-hmm. want to regulate something that women are shoving up into the most absorbent tissues of their inside their bodies? Um, and mm-hmm. so I wanted, again, like you, to like, I don't want all this shit in my body. So I uh-uh. found a brand. It's very similar. It's called Cora, C-O-R-A. They also are organic. They put all their ingredients. It's right there on the boxes. You also see exactly. it right there on the website. Um, mm-hmm. they, the same way. You know, we started out as a small company. They've grown a little bit now. Um, and they have, yeah, every everything from like light to super. And you can mix and match what your box looks like. I liked them because you can, you get three months delivered at a time, which was good because mm-hmm. um, I just especially if your period's kind of irregular, it was like, good. I have three months. So if this comes like a week early, it doesn't matter. I'm not like, fuck my, my delivery. That is the downside of like having them delivered. My delivery's not here for two days and I just started. So I liked that you got it. You got a three month supply. I also liked, cause they send you this really nice starter kit for you to try to see if you even Mm -hmm. like them. Um, Because like you, I was like, well, some of these organic things suck. There's open all the way too. They like open. They're all the way around. They're really nice, um, and they support like every month of tampons or pads um, that you get. They send sanitary napkins to another woman, um, and so they mm-hmm. do that across the world and also here in the U.S. Um, so they have a couple mm-hmm. spots like they're doing it big in Kenya and India right now, and then. Um, charities across the United States for women who don't have mm-hmm. access to um, like sanitary napkins and things like that for each month. So I really appreciate that. See, and I, that's the kind of stuff I love too. So Lola, then, I guess it's probably, they're probably very similar. Lola donates to um, like an organization. I support the girls. And um, so they, it's for like shelters and mm-hmm. homelessness uh, women and stuff like that. Cause like, what do you do? Like, yeah. cause like I said, tampons and pads are not mm-hmm. cheap, but also like, so like through Lola and like other stuff, like locally I've met like the local lady here in Dublin who does like central Ohio's I support the girls. And I've even like, at, like, I think I, I probably reached out to you and like your sister and everyone at one point. Cause we, um, one of the big things that they'll take too is, um, brawls, mm-hmm. uh, use like they'll clean used brawls, um, not used underwear, but new underwear and used brawls. And then obviously new pads and tampons, but, um, and it's like, I support the girls is an awesome organization. And yeah. I really, I really like, I really like that. Well, I like Cora. They've, 
they've um, expanded what they provide now. So they do like the all the tampons and the pads. Do they do like the condoms they and do, stuff too? They do this, but they do um, like bladder pads now too for bladder stuff. Oh. They have a, a menstrual cup now that they have. Oh, I didn't um, know that. And they have um, some like wipes if you want like, you know, just like wet wipes and stuff kind of for that time of the month and then mm-hmm. um i'm missing something they have something else i don't remember product wise they have a couple other products so they've expanded their cool. stuff and i was like oh i really appreciate that they have tampons with or without applicators um i don't think lola has without i think i think they're just with i think they do they don't have the cup but they do do condoms and like personal lubricants too so it's like a little bit of different yeah. direction a little bit wash anyway so i appreciate that and i just like their the charity work and like Mm -hmm. the three months at a time was really good because because i started them after having babies uh after lorelei and it was like oh things are not regular anymore i can't rely on just like a month to month because this could be 24 this could be 29 this could be wherever i can't but and now they expanded where you can buy them in target now I've yeah. seen that. I've seen those. So actually, so I have another brand that I really like from Target. And it's just, I think, I literally think their brand is the letter L. They're like L organic tampons. Um, and they're like the same, the same, what I, same thing I like about Lola is they expand in all directions. It's a plastic, a BPA plastic free or BPA free plastic applicator. Um, I think for organic tampons, I think these are incredibly cheap for 30 tampons. It's seven bucks 6.99 at my target i mean obviously targets other places aren't like that but my so my target here is 6.99 for 30 tampons which and they're organic i think that's a hell of a deal but there's another thing i like about this one is they come in like oh like a like a see-through looking paint can packaging oh yeah i've seen that like Like the circular and like the the top like the lid is like copper colored metal as i don't think it's actually copper but it's like a copper color metal i love these tops i save them because i'll use them to like burn like a candle that doesn't have a jar in it like it doesn't have a jar or something like that like they have like i I save those lids and i use them for all kinds of things not food but like decorative stuff or like i use them a lot to burn candles on because like if the wax goes over it doesn't matter because it's on that like disc off of like tampons i can just throw away oh yeah that works so I actually really like those. But yeah, but um and I've gotten those like when I first started Lola, I would got like like you said, like I've got like a month to, like a month month. And so sometimes if it was late or I needed more than eight like the more than like what that box, maybe I had a super heavy period. Uh but now I've adjusted. Well, I I don't have it anymore. I've I've put I've put my my um subscription, but I was getting I think two months cuz actually ended up being a little bit cheaper like if you go getting two months instead of getting one month, 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 it was probably because they're saving on shipping. So it ends up being a little bit cheaper. But um, yeah, the L L brand or L organic tampons from Target are a good second to my favorite Lola's. Well, try the course sometime if you want, because I do like them too. And they're at Target now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. a percentage of the proceeds so- goes to their... Right now, that one's going to the uh, charity in Kenya to give sanitary napkins to gotcha. little, to school-age girls in Kenya so they don't have to miss school when they That's get their periods. Yeah. So they can still go to school. Um, I don't think the L, 
L organic. I don't think they could donate to anything. Probably not. So there's the difference really between. Cheap. Yeah, I think it's just. I I think it might even be like a Target brand, but I, they are cheap for organic tampons. So I give them that much. Um. Oh, another thing I use. I actually started using this after watching a YouTuber, uh, Sophia Nygaard, did a uh period panties like review. Oh yeah, I saw that one. And I like remember using like, even like using her like coupon code to like order them and like your first one like ships free anyway. But anyway, so I have two pairs of the like the hipster ones, which supposedly hold they're like hip huggers or hipsters. They supposedly hold like two tampons worth of blood, but I that's not how I use them. So I use them because or when either A, like if my period is really heavy and I'm gonna like go to bed, like I'm yeah. sleeping, I'll use them with a tampon. But I also this is gonna this might be tmi but you know at the end of your period when you're not really bleeding yeah, but you like, like kind oh. of are and so i you use a tampon and i call this like even if you use like a light tampon it's just like it's uncomfortable because it's not the absorbency isn't there to like really need a tampon and you're almost not even bleeding like the consistency is like sludgy more than like yeah blood. it's kind of like that that's what stuff. i yeah yes and it's just like i call it itchy tampon syndrome because it's just like you just kind of like dancing in your chair because it's not really comfortable that's what i really like those underwear is for that kind of stuff because i don't like pads i don't like them it's like they're hot and it's like you know like plasticky stuff like against my my bits I need to order some and so, things because i imagine they are not yeah. cheap that's the downside of them i have two pairs because i mean i don't need more because i'm not using them in place of tampons and like and like some people like in that especially the review that Safina did like she was using them in place of like tampons or pads and like they weren't stellar so i haven't used them in place for myself like, like outside night, of like into my period like nice. yes I, at night i use them at night with yeah. a tampon not, not like, like in place of in a, no yeah, that would be or like, like i said like at the end of the period yeah like, You're when like, things mm, are like that i might have like a little bit yeah mm. And like I have the I have their like hipster hip huggers hipster ones. Um, I just looked them up now. They're thirty four dollars a pair. So I mean, it's not cheap, but they obviously are reusable. Um, there's ones. Uh, there are other like other ones that hold more. There's like boy shorts that looks like they hold three tampons. I got the hip hugger ones because they were uh like full butt coverage without being like high. I can't do like high waisted underwear or even like boy short underwear. They even have a thong. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't wear thongs, so I don't need that. (laughs) Well, that's intriguing. I might consider that. Yeah, but those. So the I like the hip hugger ones. Those are my favorites because they're just like even in my regular underwear, I wear like hipster ones. They're just like you know, basic ones, hipster ones. Uh, maybe I have the super hip hugger. No, I just have the hip hugger. I'm looking at their. I'm looking at their website. They have thongs and boy shorts, all kind. Every every basically every cut of underwear, they also have them in a period underwear. It's just what is their absorbency? Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, they even have leggings. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh. I don't know about that. Oh, no. I'm thinking about it, but I don't think so. Plus, they're seventy two dollars. I'm not spending seventy two dollars on leggings. I don't think I need to. No. They have okay. This is kind of interesting. They have a leotard. I can see that for like a dancer. Like I remember like being on my my period in like tap class and ballet class, and it's like an awkward yeah. thing. Okay, I can get yeah. with that. I can I can see that. I mean, that's not really any different than underwear, except it's just like 
one whole thing. I wonder if they make, I'm surprised they don't make like swimsuits, but I guess that would be kind of getting dicey in the, like. Yeah, they do make like training shorts, but I guess like, but if it's but like technology swimwear. technology like, keep it locked in. I feel like the pool would absorb yeah. too. Like it has to be something that like absorbs one way, not yeah. you know, it only absorbs from the inside, not from the outside, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you get what I'm saying. You picking up. I'm getting, yeah. But and they make all sizes too. Like this isn't a like thinks isn't like a like a you know, uh like zero to twelve or fourteen. Like they make like plus size underwears too. So I I like them. They are not cheap. Uh, in hindsight, like I think I ordered two pairs, and then like I realized after I ordered them that they had like starter kits of like like a, like you could get three pairs for probably like cheaper than when I spent oh. my two like for my two pair. But I did use Safina's coupon code, so maybe it actually worked out in my favor. I guess, but I don't know what I would do with three pairs to be honest with you. Because I really just need. Well, when you do the math, though, of, like, well, if you're using that in place of, like, well, I buy, like, night pads or I buy this every month, like, after three months. Yeah, eventually it pays for itself. Absolutely. If they're working for you, then then Mm -hmm. after that, it's – you're saving money. And they are made with organic cotton, too. And I can't – I was looking at this, and I can't – so don't – obviously don't quote me on this because I can't find where I've read it one time – but I believe one time I read that there's no such thing as like organic cotton grown in the U.S. Like it's it's not something we produce in the U.S. So most organic cotton comes from overseas. So that's probably like adding to the cost of it. So it's on and it's also probably not the most um, like best for the environment, like the shipping costs from shipping organic cotton from overseas. But it's better than the chemicals shoved up my vagina. And that's, you know. You got to pick and choose your battles, and I'm picking a chemical-free vagina over less greenhouse gases to get me my organic cotton. Yeah. So I have a question for cups. Okay. I know that's your thing. You are a ride or die cup that's girl now. No, I actually, yeah. I know, and I've I, we've talked and about I, like, a lot. I'm intrigued. Did not for years. I was like, Ugh. and I tried it on a whim because I had a gift card. Yes. And holy crap! Yeah. So, I have not, like, went out and, like, searched end-all, be-all of, like, all the cup options out there. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos of different types of folds to really, like, because this was something I, this is something I wanted to try. I want to get out there and think about it. But, I I, I have a hang-up. And so, from my, re- like, me looking at different cups, there are different sizes. Uh-huh. And usually those sizes are based on whether you've had a child or not. I mean, I think they do that, but really, I think it... Depends more on like where's your cervix and how like just how big the space inside okay. is. So I think the easiest way is like, well, if you had a kid, you're probably a little more roomy just because like you've pooped well, out a kid, right? Uh, and that's my thing is like I've had I've delivered a child, but not a full size child, so I don't know where I fall into that category. I would think that you know what I mean. Yeah. That's where I'm like I don't, and they're not cheap to just like trial and error it. I mean. I also, so when I bought one, I went with a bigger size two just because, like, I wanted to hold more, too. Right. Oh, and plus you've had two children, so I get to, I, get I mean, sense. yeah, it's not, there's not a huge, huge difference. I think I would go with a larger one also because you're not, like, don't take this, you're not a bird-boned, like, waif of a woman. Like, I think you'd Are you trying to tell me I have a wide-set vagina? Do. I have a wide-set <laughs> vagina. So I think, like, unless you're, 
you know, like a, a small, you know, a small petite lady. A double zero Taylor exactly, Swift. Then you probably can go with like the larger sizes and you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really good, there's a YouTube channel called Put a Cup in It. And they have uh, a website as well where they have, because there are so many, I had no idea there were so many like shapes and sizes and styles of cups. There's like. Oh my gosh. Like. And different like tips too. Like yeah. Different, and they have different a. Different types like of a, tips. Some people cut their tip yeah, off. Yeah, I actually am considering kind of trimming mine down because you don't really need the tip. Um, yeah. And so they have a quiz where you can kind of talk about like, well, this is how it is and like you know, and they'll talk about, well, here's how you kind of find where your cervix is and stuff. And mm-hmm. so based on, then you can kind of go through this quiz or answer these kind of questions and they'll kind of be like, hey, based on what you're telling us, these couple this of cups might be a better fit for you. Um, because there's also not just the shape and the size, and there really are, once you go down this rabbit hole, it's kind of fascinating. Like It is. And I think I've been overwhelmed. Think, by yeah. The and all of us kind of just know like, oh, the Diva Cup. Because that's pretty much the only one you see out. Now you're starting right. to see And that's the one you can more. buy that in Target, you know. Yeah. And now you're starting to see some more. And they're slightly shaped a little different. But there are like some very interesting shapes out there. Um, what fold do you I, use? Now I use the punch fold. I think that's the easiest. Okay. That's what I was kind of – there's, like, a C-fold and a punch-fold, and I feel like those there two are, so like, many. the most there's common like, and, like, easier ones. There's, like, like – I don't even know how many. I There's seven I can think of. Like, but the, the oh, wow. punch-fold is the easiest for me now. There's definitely a learning mm-hmm. curve. Um, sure. For, like, just, like, okay, getting it in and, like, knowing if you have it in properly um, and just sort of, like, finding – how to position it because everybody's cervix and like your cervix moves your cervix is not stationary right. so one month <laughs> you're like oh well getting it positioned in this way was kind of best and maybe next month you have to tweak that a little bit um mm-hmm. but i will say that i love having a cup it is so much easier than having tampons and stuff because i can go to work all day and yes not have to worry about it at all i don't have to do anything mm-hmm. um or like it go to bed and i just sleep with it and i don't have to think about it if we're like going to be on a trip or if i wanted to go swimming or whatever like right it is so much easier and yeah the learning curve of like getting it in and out it takes you a couple times maybe to be like okay like the first time i was probably in the bathroom for like 20 minutes just being like oh okay and and were you like taking it out and putting well, it back it in like, or were you just like adjusting couple, it? yeah you're just like t- putting it in and kind of like oh wait it opened too soon hold on it's hanging out a little too far you know you're just like this is not <laughs> i'm birthing yeah, my cup pretty much like i'm pooping out a silicone thing um and then even now, every once in a while, you're like, nope, that was not a got to do that again. Um, yeah. But now, like, you can pop it in, you can take it out. And I remember learning how to take it out initially, like, you know, you've been wearing it for 12 hours. It sort of migrates. It, You know, it, it you've got a mm-hmm. suction. It is sealed up. And it like, yeah, it like um, gets on there. But it kind of migrates and stuff. And so... I went home from work, I think, and I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh my God. Hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where where'd you go? go? And like for a nanosecond, you kind of forget. You're just like, oh my God, where'd I go? And I was like, oh no, wait. This is fine. Like, just bear down, bitch. You've pushed like 
nine pounds out of you. I think you can manage to get this out. And I was like, oh, that's right. So you just like bear down, you know, or act like you're pooping out a giant one. And then like (laughs) those muscles just like, oh, here it comes emerging from your vagina a little bit. Get your hand up on there, push on the rim a little, and then just pull it out. It can be a little messy, you know, uh, but not yeah. to the point where you're like, oh, my God, it looks like a massacre. There's blood everywhere. Like, you know, Mm-mm. clean your hands when you're done. Um, and it's kind of fascinating to see. This is gross, but <laughs> it's fascinating to see. You're just like, oh, my God, that's. Like, oh, because it's always been sucked up by, like, a tampon or something. You're just like, wow. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, do you do you have, like, when you're having your period, do you ever have, like, clotting? Sometimes, yeah. This, And that's, like, an issue, like, like because obviously, like, a clot, like, doesn't get absorbed by a tampon. You kind of, like, yeah. feel it. So I feel like the cup would, like, it's, it's just, just you got a little, little slug floating in there yeah, instead. Yeah. There. No big deal. Rinse it out. Um. People have been like, oh, my God, what if you do have to take it out when you're not home? And I've had to do that. Like, I took it out at work this last time around because I was having issues last – well, I think I talked to you last mm-hmm. week and I was like, my – something like heavy, going heavy on periods. with my, my vaginas and my uterus and everything. Uh, She's being dramatic this week. Being, it was weird, though. I was like, I think maybe – I don't know. I'm bleeding a lot. Then you say, like, you thought if, like, Joey hadn't had a uh, – Vasectomy, you would think you were maybe yeah, having a miscarriage. Yeah, because it was like, there was lots of pain and lots of blood. Like, this is very abnormal for me. And I was just like, something's going on. And so I did take my cup out at work. And it had only been four hours. And these are, these can be in 12 hours. Like, easy. I've done mm-hmm. that tons. And like, the thing was full, which is bananas. And so, I, you know, you just and be at work, you're in the stall. And it's fine. You just like wipe it out with toilet paper. You know what I mean? Like put it back in. It's Mm -hmm. okay. It's not ideal. I would have rather rinsed it off with a little soap, a little water, but it's okay. And then like Mm -hmm. I listened because I didn't want to go out with like a, I got some blood on my hands. Hello. I've murdered somebody. Uh, Yeah. You're waiting until there's no one else out there. there. Which is fair. No one's out there. And I'm just going to, okay, I'll pop out now and wash my hands. So it's fine. And that's not honestly like waiting until there's no one out. That's not that weird. Like you do that too. I I want to take a big poop work. when I'm pooping in a public place, I'm like, I am not farting with people in this bathroom. So you're just like, and you're always like, I hate when someone's like decides to have a conversation oh with someone else in the bathroom. You're like, bitch, I have to shit. You know someone's you in have here. To leave. You know, <laughs> you know, Debbie, that someone is in here. Yeah. So it's like it's doable. It's fine. I think people think like when you take it out, yeah. you're just like dripping blood, and it's all in. You're really not like. No, yeah, that's not how I like, feel. I'm just I'm overwhelmed by my choices, and I don't so know which many. direction to go. I, you know what I mean. I actually just bought a second one last week. Like as a backup, it's just or? a different shape and a different style. Oh, just because I want to try it and gotcha. see if I like it better. Well, um, we need it when we post. We got definitely got to share that like the quiz. Like, yeah, I'll go find it and put it up because I think it's helpful. Because I, like I said, when everyone's just like, oh, it's just like the diva cup. That's it. But there are also like different thicknesses of the silicone and stuff like that and different softnesses Mm. and if you're like if you have a really sensitive um you know like cervix or uh like because that's part of the reason i bought a new one because i was like you know when i sit down i almost think that mine is maybe too hard it's putting a little pressure on my cervix i'm gonna buy a softer one like a Mm -hmm. softer one um i want a velvet one that's just like or like for days (laughs) then when you're lighter 
I don't need the strong it's one like, so much. I can go for a that's soft true. one. And even if it's like 30 bucks a pop and I have two or three, even at that, it's It's still cheaper than a couple months exactly. of tampons. Um, so. Have you ever had like a catastrophe? No. Like wake up and it's upside nope. down. I've never had, I've yeah. never had anything more than um, like the littlest bit of like a leak that you would have had with when your tampon starts to get too full. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I better change this. And so, you, you know, you have that like, well, I just like wore one of those, not a, like a pad, but like a liner. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I'm having a little bit of a leak here. But I think that's just because you're like, oh, I didn't, this didn't seal right. I didn't get this. So it's not been a huge catastrophe. I've had way worse catastrophes with tampons. Um, like oh. way I've had a catastrophe one time, I think like michael went and picked some up for me like i was at a volleyball tournament and like needed tampons and he brought me scented tampons gross you're just like what what is happening first of all she doesn't need to be scented she's fine but also why why do they even make this why do i need i don't know floral shit shoved up my vagina i don't it didn't even smell good they were like medical smelling they were like medical smelling Mm -hmm. yeah those got tossed I didn't even donate those. No, like, I'm not no. Doing this I think I used like one or two that day, and I was just like, and like, Michael no. didn't know. You There's know what I mean? So I just him like, I like, I sent him like a picture of the box, and he picked the box. And I remember opening them and being like, this is weird. And they're realizing they're scented Ugh. tampons. I was like, I didn't know this was a thing. Why? Awful. <laughs> Awful. Um, so, I, something that neither one of you use, I think we've had this conversation. We've wa- I think we've sat in my living room and watched YouTube about this. I need to talk to somebody who uses a disc. I almost bought one because this. You can buy. I've seen them at well, Target. And they have I- so the new cup I bought, the brand makes like a disc cup hybrid. It looked like a disc, but you could reuse it. Because the disc now. I've, wa- I've watched videos i've looked at diagrams i do not understand it looks like it's in there a weird direction but after using the cup i understand it more is it like going under your cervix and the roof of your vagina it's it's because it's not like it's not going in like a tampon or a cup like it's going in at a different angle it's really not though like you because it's a it's a wider disc but it goes in and it expands and it kind of it goes up farther than the cup sits but okay. it's just closer to the uterus. That's all. And then it, but it's it's pretty much like the same concept of the cup. Like it's sealing it off. It's collecting it. I just don't think it's en- enough. But the the company whose cup I just bought, they make like a cup disc thing, mm-hmm. um, and you can use it for. So what's the advantage to a disc over a cup? I think because it can hold more. And oh, this can hold can more. Be sexually active when the disc is in. Oh, I remember that. I remember and you that. Can't with a cup. Uh, I, th- I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I. You know what? Mm. I always was like, "Ooh, the cup seems weird." But I would try the disc now because I like. I got it down now. I think like I got it. I could get it out. I understand this now. I've been very well acquainted with my uh, vaginal area the past, you know, two years. So. Um, I can do it now. I would try it, but I don't like that they're that you throw them away, because the whole point of me doing yeah. part of the reason of doing a menstrual cup is like you got this sucker for ten years, so mm-hmm. it's better for the environment. It's better for your cost. Um, you know, so yeah, I don't like tossing it. I read a f- statistic this week, 
and it is like the like percentage wise the top four things that are foreign objects that have to be removed from a vagina by an ed department and the number one is tampons number two is condoms number three is cups guess what number four was um gerbils i don't know garlic oh yeah because people think like they're like i'm just gonna shove this up here for a yeast infection or for whatever oh my god i'm like doesn't that burn like garlic burns my eyes what's it gonna do to my vagina yeah i don't i don't need to smell like an italian eatery could you imagine could you and i'm all about homeopathic cures i was was bamboo are you gonna put a jade egg up your vagina too that woman she, ugh, don't get me started on goop i have lots of thoughts about goop but yeah but garlic i was bamboozled Take the garlic by that. pills ingest it don't <laughs> shove it into oh. your vaginal canal someone's just going to their spice cabinet and shaking their garlic salt oh god <laughs> that's gonna fuck up your ph balance guaranteed mm. yeah number four was garlic i was ugh. like wow like the first three totally made sense. I totally get that. Yeah. Well, but you know what? Google the top four things that are pulled out of men's butts. I mean, I'm sure gerbil is right gonna up there. It's going to be real gross. So at least, at least. <laughs> well, I didn't think these were no, gross. I, mean, I, mean, I, thought, the I thought they were very common. And then I was just like, whoa, and the, garlic? The garlic? Like, I, like I was surprised. People are trying to cure your yeast infections naturally. Like it still makes sense. Um, it makes sense, but, but I wasn't yeah, I wasn't prepared. No, don't. Like if four would have been like disc, I'd have been like, okay, all four of these things totally saw that coming. Garlic was I was blindsided, and then I was like, hmm, interesting, still weird, but wow. Yeah, don't don't put food items in your vagina. I mean, um, I'm not a doctor. How do you do, do you boil your yeah. cup like when you're done mm-hmm. with your period? Boil okay. it, and then I'll usually reading boil like it again when I start like in. Just, uh, not this isn't this isn't a, 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 a comment towards you but like reading about cups like so that is like a co- like a common issue people have with them is like increased infections but it's because not, people yeah aren't you're just cleaning like, them properly like, i will boil it when i'm done and then uh every time i take mm-hmm. it out to empty it i will rinse it off with hot water and then a little bit of soap and then just like hand yeah. soap yeah okay i'm just in the bathroom so i'll just get a little I mean, in my bathroom, I have, like, normal, like, Target method hand soap. But then I also have, like, Castile soap for, like, makeup brushes. Yeah. I, think, I think I would probably use, like, Castile soap yeah, for my... Fine. Actually, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, because that'll tingle your Yeah. Brain. Yeah, I don't think I would want that, actually. Tingle everything. So, yeah. Probably just uh, hand yeah, soap. Yeah, so I'll just wash off with hand soap and then and then uh, reinsert it. And I have had no infections for two years, so... Um, yeah, mm. people are not probably boiling it. Like I said, I'll double boil. I'll boil when I put it away. And then it's, it, it's got a bag. When you get it out, you too. know, so I put it right back in the bag. Mm-hmm. And then I'll usually boil it again. I mean, it's, you probably don't have to, but if I have time, I will. Sometimes I haven't. Sometimes I'll yeah. just wash it with soap. It just depends. But if I, I, mean, I guess, if I have time. that is like a, the convenience factor of tampons is that it is, you don't have to worry about that. And I guess you probably, in a way, like think about like, uh, cloth diapers versus, uh like disposable diapers like right and like i could see or like yeah cloth diapers are great but if you're going on like a road trip or like to go visit yeah. someone maybe you want disposable yeah. diapers so maybe there's a world for tampons and cups well I, yeah i still have tampons just in case um but honestly mm-hmm. unless i can't think of a situation unless we were like really not gonna be have any kind of access to like 
water and stuff Mm -hmm. like that i probably still will do the cup because this is the thing you know how you talked about like the end of your period like you don't really have it you got the goo but a tampon dries you out and it's like itchy Mm -hmm. like i don't have any of that it's so nice and then people that's where i wear my my thanks panties people were talking about how with their cup they're like my period is shorter and so i was doing research on that i'm like let me see and it's like People have been like, maybe not. Because they're not relying on the absorbency. Well, not so much, it's yeah, just yeah, like, like shorter. It's that this cup is up much closer to the source and it's collecting mm-hmm. this all much faster. So, like, it's collected and it's wrapped up a lot sooner than. Because, mm-hmm. like, your your uterus discharge, like, that takes a while actually to travel down to yeah. where a tampon is. Um, so, yeah. Because the tampon's like at the entrance of your vagina. Yeah, and the cup is like, whoop, it's up there like, hey. Um, So, yeah. So, why are you thinking about cutting your tip off? Um, Just because, like, you don't use it to get it out. It's just like a... You feel it like when you're sitting there? No. If you, if you, if like, if I feel it, then it's too low. Um, But I think it... I was like, so it's like, I got a tampon string. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, so it could like be. If, sometimes, sometimes you have to hunt for that string. You're like, where are you, man? Yeah. And so I think. <laughs> Show yourself. Like, it's a good way to help it indicate where it is. But, like, I don't use it to indicate where it is because I just bear down a little bit and, like, insert a finger, push on the side, and then just pull it out. So, like, I don't need that tip for anything. Um, so if, mm-hmm. like, my cervix is sitting lower and if my cup is sitting a little lower, then that would hang out a little more and it would be a little annoying. So. Gotcha. Um, Are you, uh, or were you, before you switched over to the cup, were you a tampon forgetter? No, I was an over-prepper. I, they were okay. everywhere because I, like, my, ugh, I just hate the thought of being unprepared. Gotcha. I, um, I'm not a tampon forgetter in the sense of, like, I forget I have one in, in my period. Uh, but I, I have a friend who I've talked to about, and I was like, she maybe she needs to try the cup because she is a tampon forgetter. So much so that like she could put two <gasps> tampons in, oh or my God, like no. end of her period, or like the end of her period, like will forget, and that like that tampon could be in there for like a couple oh days. Oh my God, that's no, I'm very well aware yeah, I have a tampon, tampon in me. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. So, yeah. No, where I have become a tampon forgetter, and not in that sense, but like I'm going to the bathroom. I have to go poop. I've changed my tampon at the end of my, like, did I take my tampon out or not? And you're like, you're like, got a piece of toilet paper. And you're like trying to find that string. You're like, ma'am, where yeah. are you? And you're like, oh, I already, I already got it out. I've had to like look in the toilet and see if I've already pulled her out yet. Oh my God. <laughs> no, it just, it works. It works. Yeah. Cause it's just like, well, you don't want to put one in oh when God, there's already no. one in there and you can't find the string. But I've also like went pee real quick and like needed to change it and like got to find the string. Like sometimes she's elusive. I've had more panicky moments trying to find a tampon than I have my cup. Like legit, been like. Well, I get you. I don't think you cannot find your cup. Like she's a little bit bigger than a tampon. You can put your finger and find yeah, her. The tampon. There's been moments where I'm like, oh my god, I know. I, did I don't not know take why. Out. Where did it go? <laughs> your cervix. Yeah, I know. It is now floating like, in your uterus. Am I going to grow this? Is this going to be my new baby? Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why I've, I've chosen in here. I've personified the tampon in the cup and called her a her, ma'am. Where oh. are you? But I like it. Well, she's not. It's definitely not no, a dude. I'm not shoving a dude up there. Oh my god! Could you imagine if dudes had periods? They, I mean, dudes like okay, stereotypical dudes like they have like a sinus infection. They're miserable. Could you imagine them having like cramps every month? It, it, oh god, it would be the worst. Like Joe will be the first to admit he gets man flu, right? You know, just like Ugh, mm-hmm. like 
oh god it would be miserable if they had this once a month like everything would just stop for a whole week you'd just be like well cool i guess nothing's open because all the men have their periods cool what do you do for cramps like are you a like a natural person or are you like give me the might all i don't care to be honest are you a natural I just lady don't do anything because you just let it live this is where i am so i've taken <laughs> i've taken so many drugs over the years for like migraines and chronic pain me too that like it doesn't do anything there's no point that's so i'm like there but also i'm like so like if i just have like a little ache or like a small headache like i don't take anything yeah. for it because when i do get a migraine or i do have a major pain like i need it to work so like cramps i'm just like yeah. fuck it i will say so i've started taking uh for other reasons too i've started taking magnesium every day mm-hmm. and it has significantly changed how like how i feel on my period but also it changes uh you might like cravings on oh. my period so you know how like like stereotypical like i want chocolate when i'm on my mm-hmm. period so supposedly that chocolate craving is actually for a magnesium. craving for magnesium mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and so it's like and it's cha- it's changed for it's changed for me a lot and there's different types of magnesium and i think you actually helped me switch to a different yeah they absorb type of magnesium that's also like helped with like headaches a little bit too but it's also made a huge difference in my my cramps well, shout out to dr hunstead she helped me do that um mm-hmm. yeah i need to get some more actually now that we're talking about this <laughs> i'm out i know i think i have it on my like t- i think i have it on my like t- like whatever the bottle size is it's a pretty big bottle i think i have it on like my amazon subscribe and save every two month delivery because it's just easier because i don't want to run out of it to do that i think i actually mm-hmm. doctor and i was like can you just like can this be a prescription because i'm real good about getting my prescriptions but i'm real bad about doing my other stuff <laughs> she was like oh my god oh my okay so with tampons and pads and all this stuff i think something that also like this discussion happens is something that pops up and people talk about a pink tax and i think people talk about it but i'm not sure a lot of people really get it but pink tax is like it's a tax that's on anything that's disposable so like your paper towels have a, a t- an extra tax because they are disposable but it's the fact of like until like recently and i would say relatively recently like cups stuff like that becoming popular like what other options did you have besides paying a tax on a disposable item like tampons and pads yeah you have to have those we're gonna just just... all be bleeding in the streets i mean i'm all for it like for i mean people free (laughs) we all do that one month and i'll show up at our legislators offices just free bleeding everywhere tax white pants on on. sitting in the chairs Tax, tax is gone but yeah, it's just like it's kind of sad because it's, it's there's there. I mean, and I'm sure I could see like being medical reasons why, and I don't know any, but I'm sure there's could be medical reasons why maybe the cup couldn't be an option for oh, some people. Oh, for sure. People, there, well, you know? and there, like, there's actually a cup out um, for physical disabled people because that right there is a reason some people can't physically use it. Um, mm-hmm. So what makes it different for disabled like is it like the grip well i mean or just like they're like a so wheelchair bound like they're they're just different think of a person who has like cystic fibrosis trying to get the cup out of them or inside of them yeah um yeah. or someone with ehlers Danius syndrome which is where their joints and their tissues are really loose and they like they just mm-hmm. can't they don't stay in place so to like right. move into position like that to actually get it out of you is like painful things are popping in and out of place um 
so just from the physical disability part, a cup is not the right viable yeah, for everybody. It's just not. Are there? Have you come across a, a a cup that the tip is like like a like a loop? There is one. Um, I could see by, that, like maybe someone like some type of disability is like to get a hold of it, or even if you had a tool to pull. You know what I mean? You still have to release. So even if you have the loose, so you suction. can't pull, or you will. That might be, that'd be weird, out. like painful. Um, so there is a, a cup. <laughs> you pull your cervix by, out. and it's oh shit, it's called um, uh, Kila, and it was bought by Flex, who actually do those discs and stuff. Oh, the disc, and yeah. It mimics like people are used to the string for a tampon, right? So the stem actually yeah. pulls, and when you pull the stem, it pulls in the side of the cup. To then release <gasps> oh. the pressure so you can pull it out. Um, Maybe I need yeah, that. Honestly, one. <laughs> they sell it at Target. It's like a good, it's like a good half step mm-hmm. over. You know what I mean? Like this is my training wheels yeah. cup. It's my tampon cup yeah. hybrid. And then I'll then I'll graduate to like the Whitney cut the tip off, reach Just up there and break the suction. Um, yeah. So, but there is there's a flex cup that has a, a loop instead of a stem to get like a better grip yeah so there's like there's all kinds yeah. um yeah i think i want the training wheels cup yeah, i really do Akeela, i think i like k-e-e-l-a yeah. i'm pretty sure um i know it's for other things but i think it could no, be a, it i mean could be a bridge like a, a training, training wheel um i would think like with more like it's old enough if she is interested in trying a cup you know something like that i would totally you know buy her that's years down the road so who knows what they'll have then but did you ever have someone or know anyone who wasn't allowed to use tampons because it takes away your virginity? I don't. Uh, I, don't I, I remember someone like that, like in middle school. I just remember being like, what? what? Do I not? Maybe I don't understand what virginity yeah. means because I thought that was a Penis something sexual. Hot. Do you not know where tampons go? Uh, I mean, clearly you don't because you're an idiot. Um, no, I don't. I'm thinking of someone who maybe that was a possible reason. I'm not sure though, <laughs> but I can yeah. see that being the reason. And then I've, I mean, I, I, I like reading stuff in social media, especially like dudes being dumb. Like, and I've seen like questions from men of like, how do women not get turned on every time they change their tampon? I'm like, what size is your penis? Yeah, your your penis is the size of a tampon. Like, oh, we need to talk. No, we don't. Like, we we need well, to not I mean, talk. like you need to go we, away. You need to understand something about your penis. And are you are you a two year old? Because I'm pretty sure my two year old's penis might be. Oh. I need you to Google a term called micro penis yeah. and then join a support group and then never call me again. Yeah. Also, that's not the way women are turned on. So clearly, every woman you've been with, I feel bad for, and also they faked mm-hmm. it because yeah. Mm. so and then i guess another thing i wanted to touch on a little bit was since we're kind of talking about vaginas and women is so something like personal issue with me is um uh seven years ago it might have been eight years ago at this point now actually i was diagnosed with pcos and i was diagnosed based on having a few symptoms by my internist so just my general doctor and i spent at the time i had spent um seven years like being treated for this condition in many many ways so pcos is polycystic ovarian syndrome and learning about a time when michael and i were working on like getting pregnant and i was really struggling with this did all kinds of uh different medications and at a like at a point it it kind of got out of control 
where um, I switched medications per my doctor and like talking to uh, like uh, endocrinologists, they're like, so what are you using for birth control? Nothing. And they're like, oh, you need to. But no, like the whole point of all this is getting pregnant. And they're like, no, like if you get pregnant while you're taking this medication, it this medication causes severe birth defects. And I just remember being like, this is out of control. This is out of control. This whole, like we've lost, we've lost sight of like my, my goal here with my doctor. <coughs> Excuse me. And I finally got a second opinion. Like I went to uh, another doctor, got a second opinion and seven years of like injecting myself with hormones and taking random medications i never had pcos i didn't have any symptoms like i I had some symptoms of pcos but some symptoms of pcos are life (laughs) and i spent seven years and never having pcos and didn't have scar tissue from it or anything and since we were kind of talking about this. So I was wanted to like, kind of talk about, share that story of like, be like your own advocate, get second opinions. Uh, if something's not right, uh, like speak up. And I, I think I was just so much in this like frame of mind of like, well, my doctor is right. What do I know? And like, don't be afraid. And I don't, I don't even see that doctor anymore at all, but no, it's fresh. I mean, in, in, in hindsight, it, I mean, my story is different, but in hindsight, once we figured out what our issue was with getting pregnant, my husband was dead four months later. And so like, I, it, yeah. And in hindsight, like it just fucking sucks, but, uh, to definitely get second opinions. And I realized that as like, or like just being my own advocate, I realized that like, as a white female that like, I can do that. And I've read stories about minorities like being taken even less seriously than I was in a medical facility. And I just, that sucks. And I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I don't have the answer to that. And so tell me what that answer is. Someone who does know, like, how do we fix that where minorities aren't taken seriously? Like if I as a white woman wasn't taken seriously by my doctor <clears throat> and I was able to just go get a second opinion, but how do we fix the issue bigger picture when it other issues so i don't know just wanted to talk about it yeah, yeah. it's definitely a uh, huge problem i mean when you look at the rate of deaths women's deaths related to pregnancy you know black mm-hmm. women are 3.3 times more likely to die than white women mm-hmm. and uh native american women are two and a half times more likely to die from pregnancy and it's not okay it's not okay we're all having you know babies in the same hospital facilities seen by Mm -hmm. doctors but a lot of things that um oh god and i just lost her name now (gasps) that's so bad i do this every time when i'm like oh yeah there's this person and then i can't remember names um but you i mean you can find you can find examples of this over and over again where you know, there was a, a woman, an African-American woman who gave birth to her first child and was complaining of abdominal pain. And they were like, oh, I think it's normal. And then, okay, we'll order a, a scan. I can't remember if it's like a CT scan or whatever, because I don't remember what. Yeah. 
but that order should have been like that should have been taken care of right then and it was delayed hours and hours for no real reason and by the time they got the scan and saw that she was bleeding she died and it was because Mm -hmm. no one took her seriously when she was like i -hmm. don't i'm in pain something and and i think that happens for women in general too and it happens so much more for women of um in minorities and i think if you talk to i know that if i talk to any of my female friends or women in my life we all have some experience multiple experiences where it'll be like oh yeah i went to this doctor and i definitely feel like i was not taken seriously i was blown off i was viewed as being hysterical or being a hypochondriac or they just wrote me mm-hmm. off. I didn't know what I was exactly. talking about. Like, they're the professional. And that's how I felt when I was like, well, this is what's going on. It was just like, yeah. dear, dear, like, pat you on the and, head. And I know when I, re- like, when I someone's like, hey, do you have the name of a good blah, blah, blah? And I've referred people to somebody. I mm-hmm. often find one of my first things would be like, oh, and this, like, right now, my general doctor, absolutely adore her. And my first yeah. thing I'll say is she doesn't make you feel like a hypochondriac and she doesn't gaslight you. And when right. I, that's how my new doctor and, is too. Like yeah, she's amazing. And when I share that with the women, cause I've referred a couple people to this doctor, the women have been like, Oh, that's great. Da, da, da. I've referred, I've given the name to a couple men cause they've been looking. And when I say that they've been like, well, yeah. And no I they forget shouldn't. that that is not a shared experience of feeling that way. Oh, like Joey, mm-hmm. Joey has not had that experience of going into a doctor's office and feeling like a fuck. You know what I mean? Like being completely mm-hmm. written off or coming out of that feeling like a crazy person. And I am not a catastrophizer. I am not a hypochond. I yeah. don't tend to like blow things up. I just don't. Mm-hmm. If anything, I kind of don't go maybe when I should. Right. I mean, we all have our moments of like a panic about something, but for the most part, I don't tend to be that way. Um, And so I think if anybody was to talk to their, their women friends and the women's in their lives, they would find those, those reoccurring things. And then if you were to talk to the men in your lives and be like, have you ever gone to the doctor and and felt this way? Like completely written off, like you're crazy, like you're Mm -hmm. hysterical. Like they would be like, no i will say so this isn't this isn't the this is an exception not the standard but so that did happen to michael one time but to clarify it happened to michael because i was the one talking to the doctor about michael's Uh, symptoms yeah so michael was acting really weird he had came home from like he had drove to north carolina back in like less than 48 hours helping his mom move down there to move it like with his dad and when he came back like he was just out of sorts and i know a lot of listeners don't know michael but you do yeah. and some listeners do but michael's very calm yeah. cool and collected michael was screaming at his what? mom he was yelling at me and i was just like what, what? is yeah. wrong so i got him into his primary care doctor and i'm like and michael's not right like i'm driving him he's a little he's just out of sorts i'm kind of thinking like dude's super tired and getting yeah. sick and he's like been drinking like coffee and Mountain Dew for two days and he just needs to just chill the hell out. But he's also getting sick. And I'm telling the doctor like this isn't right. Like this man does not raise his voice and he's screaming at me and his mom. Yeah. 
like the two women in his life who would like you like do not touch these women don't look at these women cross yeah. like no you know and the doctor says to me and i even went back with michael because michael didn't think anything was wrong with him and and i tell this to the doctor and the doctor male looks at me and says well i get grumpy too when i don't feel good yeah and you're like this isn't grumpy four hours later we're in the hospital and michael's 10 minutes away from a coma because his blood uh-huh. sugar is over 600 exactly. i don't i like your normal blood sugar i don't know what it is but it's like 30 i think and his is over it's 600 30 but okay yeah it's i don't know yeah, what it is it, 600 is like you you're, you're killing and an his doctor yeah and he wasn't diabetic it was just because of driving tw- that far and drinking shit and eating crap food for two days like really compounded and the doctor the next morning because we went to the hospital overnight and i convinced this man to get in the car by like he's like i want a glass of water i was like you get in the car and i'll get you a glass of water like we were screaming at each other in our house at three o'clock in the morning i was ready for my neighbors to call the cops like this is not yeah. my husband my husband is the yeah, calmest person i've ever met in my so life kind. And we're screaming at each other. He's screaming at me. The doctor has the balls to call my cell phone the next day, not to apologize, not to say what, like anything, just to say, yep, we got his test back and he's where he needs to be. That's what the doctor yeah. said to me. So, yeah, so it happened to Michael, but, but it, it happened to Michael because I was the one telling him yeah. his symptoms. No, it happened. It happened when, uh, to me, whenever it was born, um, after we finally got out of the NICU. And I will say this. I don't go. And and if this is sexist, this is sexist. I don't go to male doctors anymore. I don't either. Um, it's a comfort I, level. I don't even, I don't even go to a male. Uh, oh, I won't do that. Like, I just, no, I don't. I don't go I just, to male doctors. It's just weird. I, my pediatrician was a male. And I started going to him for headaches at seven or eight. Guess what? Never diagnosed me with migraine. Just would be like, she's stressed. What seven-year-old is stressed? Um, well if there is there's more problems and never put me on anything except a muscle relaxer you know what i mean like never treated it seriously wrote it off because i was a young woman now Mm -hmm. i'm at the point where we're 28 years in it's still in it you know what i mean it's just like i won't Mm -hmm. and it's not everybody there was one female neurologist who i didn't who i felt like did the same thing so i didn't go back to her i yeah. had a couple other and my doctor who i was treating me randomly she yeah. was a female so i'm doctor not like too, so no, it's not, but yeah i won't i won't go to a male doctor like so we mm-hmm. whenever it got out of the hospital finally from the nicu our regular pediatrician wasn't available because we had to go on a saturday and it's a woman mm-hmm. and i like her a lot and she's always been when i've brought up things you know she's always been like really good opens listens discusses stuff great but she wasn't there so we had to go see the dude on call and so it was this like younger-ish doctor obviously like a he works out a lot and like a nice enough person we had just been through an ordeal we'll say um you know both physically and uh, mentally for everybody and both physically and mentally for me and Mm -hmm. so we take him for his First visit, we've only been home for 24 hours. We have to go back. And I'm, again, not a crazy catastrophizer in any way. Mm-hmm. Oh, we bring up things. This kid had a hole in his lung. <laughs> like, not a minor thing. He had blood transfusions yeah. and a hole in his lung. 
And like, yeah. we literally didn't know if he was going to live for 48 hours. So we're not completely crazy. Um, Correct. And we didn't Google anything. We're not coming in with crazy things. We were asking. I was yeah. asking. You didn't WebMD your question. Exactly. And Joey wasn't really talking. Um, I was. And I was just asking follow-up questions based on what the other doctors had said and what and nurses suggested when we got discharged. That's it. Just yeah. about follow-up care. Can the whole come back? You know, just stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I don't know. I've never had a hole in my lung, fucker. Um, I, and yeah. Most people yeah, probably like, haven't. So just like, what does that look like? And again, yeah, just completely talked down to, like, I was some crazy mm. mother who who didn't understand things and who was overreacting and and then would proceed to talk to Joey instead of me Ugh. and uh, did you recognize it as it was happening or in hindsight were you like that I mean it? I recognized it when it was happening but I also was like a little out of my mind um, well, it was also like you're like well it was also like because of what was going on with Everett, it's like, well, fine. Like, my son's like, more I'm important not, yeah, than I'm, my I'm not going to like, sit here and call us out. I've just spent right. six days in the NICU. If it was and, like, and I right. also was something like, else, like, not medically related, you're like, I just yeah. fucking leave. But you're like, fine. Treat me like shit. Yeah. Is my son and okay? like, I am over here also just like having issues and like bleeding perfume. You know, there's a lot of shit going on right, right now. Um, you know, we get in the car and I'm like, I didn't like that guy. I didn't like the guy at all. We won't go back to him. If we had to pick somebody else, like it's going to be someone else. And Joey was like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, he seemed okay. And I was like, he didn't yeah. And I was it. like, you don't understand. I, did I ask anything that was unreasonable? Did I come off like a hyperactive mother who was, and he's like, no. And I'm like, but he acted like I was and he only talked to you. I realize that both of us are kind of out of our minds right now because we haven't slept and stuff, but this is what was happening. And he's just like, oh, I didn't even, you know, and he, and, and of course you didn't, Joey, because like, you don't have to look for that because that's not your experience because that's not your narrative yeah. because that's not what you deal with and you're not even looking for it, you know? It's so, yeah, it's just like, I won't, no, I won't go to male doctors because I have had shit luck with them i can't think of a good experience i've had with one mm-hmm. and i know with like uh my doctor i don't remember my pediatrician i don't but my doctor is like growing up and stuff was a dude and i remember like even like as a young adult like felt like and it was an like, old dude too and i just felt like of like not being taken seriously yeah. like absolutely i remember like having this like um uh, and I, I might have been being like overly cautious because my mom was actively dying of cancer and I had this like knot on my neck of like what is going on and him basically like laughing at me. <laughs> but it's like you don't have a, like you. Yeah, you're the doctor. That's fine. You, why are you treating me this way? I'm coming and seeking your help. Like you're, you're, and you're still getting exactly. paid. It's not like I'm on like, like free doctor care. I don't know. Like Even it's not I like was, it's like out of his. It, like just, it's not like he's being nice to me and comping my bill. Like I'm paying Even if this. You, did, you know what I mean? You like, swore an oath to like take care of people. So 
And like, what else does that like, what else does like either misdiagnosing because of not listening to people like what else does that lead to? So like, I remember being, I remember being so mad. I remember getting in the car and I realized like I never had PCOS and all the stuff I've done to my body for seven years. And like, like what, what have I, what have I done to my body? What is what this going to cause down the road? Right. Yeah. And I remember being in the car and being so mad that like I was like shaking, crying, being so mad. And I thought about, and you start thinking through things of like the times where like I assumed I had a cyst rupture and like I was like bleeding so much that if um, like I would have died, Michael probably would have been arrested for murder <sighs> because the bathroom looked like a murder scene. I was probably having a miscarriage, but I wrote it off as uh, a cyst yep. is bursting. And like I could have died because I didn't get medical attention because it was mm-hmm. normal. Yeah. Like that's that's a that's a problem. Well, that's the other thing. Like women's like pain and stuff is just normalized. It's disregarded. And it's normalized of like, mm-hmm. no, that's just part of like mm, that's just part of what this is. It's fine um yeah well you know up until 1993 they they didn't pass a law that was like you must include women in clinical trials i know and for drugs and stuff like that like in the 70s and stuff they didn't want to include women in clinical trials for drugs if they were of childbearing age if they were on the pill if they could possibly bear children like all of these things so if we're not investing in studying medicine and its effect on women like up and through it's a very the, new thing like yeah it's an art, you know like up through um since you and i have been born we ain't that old um like there's just not research going on about women's bodies and you know as long as me- oh Side note, you want to go read something terrifying, go down the rabbit hole of, like, quote, the father of gynecology and obstetrics. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. It's terrifying. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, our care, our body, none of it is, is it's not taken as seriously. It's just not. No. But but also, like, that's why I want to have this conversation. Like, I know you and I are a conversation. We're recording it and we're going to put it out there for the for the world. But for our, our friends to listen to. Right. But and I, I, I guess I say the same thing, too, when I've been talking more about mental health. But I want to talk about this because like, oh, like period. Like, I don't talk about periods. Like growing up, we thought we don't talk about that kind of stuff. Boys have bobos and girls have frog. Like, no, that shit is stupid. Let's talk about it. Let's normalize it. Because now, like, let's talk about like oh, if this is happening, like, that's not normal. No matter what you then go get a second opinion. Go talk to somebody yeah. else. Like, don't just, don't just, we got to, like, normalize talking about our bodies and things that are happening just to, like, save each other. And, that, I mean, that's like, okay. But also, we shouldn't have to. Like, we should be able to be taken seriously as a doctor and get things done right the first time. But, like, talk about things and share your stories. I had a friend recently uh, not a close friend, but post about uh, like being diagnosed with PCOS. And the first thing I write it and comment on her post, but I reached out to her like direct message and was like, get a second opinion. Yeah. Go like, do it. Go make sure there's actually scar because tissue it, inside like, of you. And like, right. And like, cause PCOS is very like, first of all, it's like named after the symptoms. Doctors don't know what cause it. They just know like, well, typically people who are this, this, and this can have this issue, which we call PCOS. And here's the treatment for it. 
And usually people figure it out when they're trying to get pregnant. And the treatment for PCOS is birth control. Birth control is a whole other issue that I'm not going to yeah. go down. But, uh, yeah, and it's just, it's not an understood thing. And you, I, in hindsight, I don't have the issue. Like, so, like, one of the main issues is, like, facial hair on women. Okay. No. And I'm not, and, like... I, I like, agree, like, yeah, because I have like three hairs on my chin that I have to pluck. Oh, yeah, that's probably PCOS. Oh, no. Hairs. A w- grown woman having to pluck her chin <sighs> hairs is completely normal. Yeah. All right. You have a full beard or a full like neck beard as a woman. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you yeah, have PCOS. Maybe some hormone stuff. But my doctor, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, I have like these chin hairs. And she's like, yep, that's a symptom of PCOS. No, the fuck uh-uh. it's not. No, the fuck it's not. Having a heavy period is a symptom of PCOS. Having a heavy period is one of the symptoms, but that doesn't automatically mean you have PCOS. Exactly. And it was just like, I had these three things. One of them was that I was overweight. I automatically have PCOS. And no matter what I would say about like, this isn't happening or this isn't happening, it didn't matter to her because I was, I had three chin hairs i had heavy periods and i was overweight i had like a horrible fairy tale and i believed her (laughs) and i believed it like oh yep yep makes sense so anyway yeah i think i honestly i I, yeah and really do your research on hormonal birth controls i'll say that too i don't know that i would ever i don't know they're hormonal yeah I mean, if I had like a you know a teenage daughter, like well, it's you know let's it might be better than getting pregnant, but I don't know. Let's look at our other options. Yeah, that'll be a tricky one down the road. If I could go back, however, when did I start birth control? My early twenties. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have. Well, and that's an interesting thing too, right? I started birth control in my early twenties. I bur- and I started birth control for heavy periods, not because I was having oh, sex. Because I was having sex. Because I'm a big old slut. Um, <laughs> Slutty slut. No, slut. I started when I. I mean, about the same time I started having yeah. sex. I think I started having sex when I was like 22. So it was about that same time. But originally it was because of heavy periods. Yeah, I started it when I started dating Joey. And then it, mm-hmm. that's the thing, too, right? Like, you start that and then like i was so i was in charge so many other our, symptoms come yeah, up from so many it. things happen because of the birth, birth control, control has a lot of side effects and it's just mm-hmm. totally fine for those to be issues for you it's fine mm-hmm. and then like and also it's your job now to not get pregnant okay mm-hmm. cool and then what happens if you do it's a whole nother thing um it should be a shared responsibility. But, I yeah. remember recently, then, well, not recently, but there's been like test studies for male birth control, and like the part of the issue was like weight gain and like emotional distress. And you're like, yeah, Fuck yeah, what's I the know, problem? I loved it. it was like, <laughs> so you mean the th- stuff that we do on the pill? Okay, you big baby. I know. Oh, we can't continue looking at this now because you mm. guys don't like it. I swear to God, you big fucking douchebags i just can't i can't oh you guys i just don't like this and i don't know like and i don't mean this from a judgment standpoint but i've like come across and read women who like use uh like plan b as their like regular birth control like now i could not imagine 
Like, what emotional, <laughs> what emotion do you go through when you, because that's a huge dose yeah, of hormones. You're I just don't want to bleed that body much. Regularly. <laughs> no, thank you. It can't be good. It can't be good. I don't, I'm not a doctor. I won't pretend to be. I don't think there are enough studies of the long-term side effects of hormonal birth control. Mm-mm, there aren't. I mean, there's stuff coming out now I, about it. I know. And I uh, and it's like people who started birth control very early, like in their teens, before like heavy periods or acne, who have severe fertility mm-hmm. issues. Uh, I mean, and that's just, I'm not, I don't want to get sued. I'm not saying that's the cause of it. I've just, I've met people and though they have these two things in common. Yeah. There's, there's stuff just more than I feel like the numbers should be about stuff like that. Yeah. 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 It's a lot to unpack. Mm -hmm. It's, it, yeah. But I would say get second opinions. Uh, And you know what? I think both partners need to know like what, what's going on. I mean, in hindsight, I didn't need that birth control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we had, we, are, we figured out our issues and we weren't going to get pregnant without other help. So I didn't need to do any of that fucking shit to yeah. my body. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Just live and let live. You know, for a long time. Like, I'd stopped taking hormonal birth control for a long time because we got to the point of like, well, when it happens, it happens. Who cares? And like... Or, like, we weren't really trying to get pregnant, but, like, not enough for me to, like, take birth control or for Michael to use a condom. But it was just, like, a, eh, I don't really want to. So, like, we relied on a pull-out method for far too long. Oh, my Lord. And you're like, how did I not accidentally get pregnant? <laughs> well, yeah. now we know. <laughs> Questions answered. Um. It wasn't, like, we weren't trying, but it wasn't the end of the world. Like, it didn't matter. Like, we both had 401ks. We owned our house. Who what cares? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'd say trust your gut and get a second opinion. And if if someone really is not listening to you or whatever, like you can file complaints against people. And sadly, that I think is mm-hmm. where it is right now that you have to do. You have to file complaints and mm-hmm. take someone with you. I think that's important. Take someone with you if you can. That's a good idea. I guess I never thought of it that um, point. Yeah, One, to help because if maybe you're not good in those situations and you need someone to like listen and help you process like stand up for you for Mm -hmm. you and ask those questions i've definitely done that um and then two to like witness if there is discrimination bias microaggressions um and things like that then then it's there and it's witnessed and and don't disregard like someone who's asking like can you come to the doctor with me because xyz is happening oh that can't happen to you like yeah i mean you know what i mean thing like because it's not your experience doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Mean it, didn't happen. it happens all mm-hmm. the time. And I think all you have to do is sit and think because we've all done it. We all want to think that, no, we're above this. We all have unconscious biases and we've all made assumptions about somebody we've seen somewhere of like, oh, God, this person, okay, then what's their deal? Oh, and written them off or rolled our eyes at them or scoffed at the way they're behaving. You know, we all have done this. We've done it multiple times. You can't even think of it because it just happens. And if you think that that's not happening to those same people and other people in the medical setting, right? Like, of course it's happening to them. 
people, minorities are being written off and it's a life or death situation. And, and if someone is telling you this is happening and they're asking for your advice, they're asking for you, yeah, to come with them, be uh, another witness or help me advocate for this, whatever, then don't write them off and do it because it is happening. Especially if you were, I don't know if lucky, but you were born into a, 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 a non-minority group. If you're born white, like be a good ally. And like, and I, that's something not not white or not but like i feel like especially like why i like look at researching and like becoming pregnant and like the process i like the idea of like having a doula even if like i'm still going to like a like the hospital and having like a doctor deliver my child but just like someone who's like not my partner not my family who's going to be like stand up for you like this is my plan this is what i want and when that someone you know tries to pull it off because your doctor you know has a tea time that they want to make your your person your advocate's gonna be like well this is no bitch this is what's happening we had a doula for lorelei and it was amazing it was great like she came to the house our our friend Lindsay, that was like her gift to us yeah you because you labored at home a lot longer than like it was more comfortable yeah we i was at the hospital for four hours and that was it um and and it was amazing and i highly recommend because she you know it was helpful for me obviously but it was also a peace of mind for joey um yeah because he didn't have to be your like enforcer he got to be your partner yeah he didn't have to feel like he had to know what was going on um Mm -hmm. because it's overwhelming for everybody because i mean it's hard to like for you as the patient like to like check in and know what's going on i mean even if either you're drugged or maybe if you're like going natural childbirth you're still like a lot of your focus isn't on like your surroundings anybody else um yeah so yeah she was amazing and i feel like people like women in that state in that condition are taken advantage of where like they're like forced to agree upon something that they don't want to because you know i mean they can't really like think through the options you just don't know like is this normal is this not normal or um yeah people are telling me i should probably do this what you see yeah our doula she'd been doing this for like 30 years um and like and it's like is it really yeah. necessary or is it just right and yeah and it was like one thing was I mean? like well they were like hey we your water hasn't broken yet and stuff is like this and can we we're talking we're thinking we want to break it and it was nice to have her there and be like mm-hmm. i'm okay you know what what do we think here because if we go down this path what can happen what's the time and she could do mm-hmm. all that she could ask those questions while i was having contractions and i could hear the answers and mm-hmm. uh yeah, instead of just being like, okay, yeah. and now, you know, two hours later, you're in yeah. a worse situation. And now you're and having, it you know what I mean? It was like, we decided to do it. And 45 minutes later, she was born. But she had asked all the questions that I wanted asked. And like, yeah, it just made us feel better because mm-hmm. we had never done this before. So, yeah. I But that is, again, that's, that's a super fair. privileged thing that I, well, and oh, it, yeah, it, it was only happened because we had a really generous friend. It, it was, was gifted gift, to you, right? We, we yeah. can afford it. Um, but a, a really wonderful friend, she had had a kid a year and a half earlier and she was so sweet and, and gifted that to us. And I will forever be grateful for that because I think it made all the difference. So, yeah. In the end, you have to do what's right for you. And you, you know, those feelings when you're not being listened to and when you're being written off and 
like I said, I think every female you would ever talk to has experienced that some worse than others. Um, mm-hmm. cause it's real and it's legit. And I don't know how you stop that from on the medical end, better training and like filing complaints and making them aware that they're doing it. And I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, calling it out in the moment, maybe. Do you realize that this is, this is how you're coming off? Yeah. Yeah. That's a little bit of a re-education purpose. Either A, calling them out and they're going to be embarrassed and fix it. Or B, give them a bit of a doubt and they're not even aware. Like socially, they've been conditioned that this is how they speak. And then C, maybe they do and they don't care. And then you're like, well, I got to get the fuck out of here. But yeah. And then, like, you use the tools in your arsenal to make sure other people know how this person yeah. acts. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go on a shitty date with someone, you're not going to recommend them to go on, some of your friend to go out on a shitty date with this person. Like, yeah. you know? But I'd say, yeah. If you Word can, of mouth. If you can take people with you, I think that's always helpful. Um, Fair yeah. enough. Are you going to go with me to my uh, Diva Cup fitting? You know what? I wish they would do that. I wish you could get fitted by your OB tonight. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Because... okay fair, fair, fair. I'm like, I'm thinking of like going to like Victoria's Secrets and like trying on the, you pull out the list of the drawer of all the like diva cups that people have tried on. You're like, I don't know. No, this. but I, right. You, when they did, um, uh, what were those things called? Uh, diaphragms. You'd get yeah, fitted. that's true. Like that's very true. I wish very you true. could get fitted for something like this because I feel like diaphragms um, might be the early stages of the cup because it's kind of the same technology yeah. of like going over the cervix. I, I think that would be amazing. It's a good idea. So, I don't know. Let's start a business. Well, I think I'll hire a technician to do the actual fitting. <laughs> well, right, but we just take them. We just we yeah, you know. I, let's like. I wish there was something because, like you said, you know, thirty bucks a pop. Yeah, get your doctor to fill out this form, and we'll send you the appropriate cup. Yeah, that'd be cool. The size, the shape, do do do. This this thickness, this you know, yeah, texture. That would be cool. Answer a few other questions about your uh, birth history and others, and here's your cup. And you get like, Hmm. uh, if this doesn't work for you, you get a free return exchange. And then we could, I don't know, sterilize it and have a swap or something. I don't know. Yeah, there might be something there. Ooh, genius idea. Um, I know. I'm not. We're not. We're not because there needs to be something. Because I, I think it's hard to know. Do not take our idea. Um, there needs to be something because it's hard to know if you're if you're getting the right information and see we don't even have to be like the producer of the cups we just have to be that middleman who like matching you up we're the match we're the cup matchmakers Mm. Ooh, that means we gotta try all of them that's a lot there's a fuck ton out there all right well what was your tiny joy this week we've been talking for two hours about vagina i told you i can improvise about vaginas all day i think they're Fabulous. You know what? I don't really have a tiny joy. Okay. Lulu just came and said, like, Mom, it's time for bed. But <laughs> she's standing up on my leg. Um, so my tiny joy, I'll say, is, like, seriously, and I don't mean this to be weird or funny, is this conversation, Whitney. This has been a fun conversation. This is something I'm passionate about, and I've really enjoyed recording this podcast. And my second tiny joy is going to be a shout-out, because I feel like we've ignored her for two weeks, and that's oh high, Amanda. Oh, God, I 
You know what? I didn't have my Amanda conversation last week. You haven't had it for a couple I'm weeks. I'm so sorry, think. Amanda. So here it is. 30 seconds with Amanda. Amanda. You got to sing your theme song. I remember how it goes. They said it's Amanda. Amanda. Girl. Work it. Do you, what do you use? Do you use uh, cu- uh, cup, pads, tampons? Nothing. This free bleeding. Nothing. She, she's a free, she's probably a free bleeder. Just I can see her being weird. Don't go chasing waterfalls, Amanda. All right. That was 30 seconds with Amanda. Um, oh, I feel so bad. I've neglected her. I'm sorry. Have you ever thought about using like uh, reusable pads? Like you wash them and reuse them like a diaper? I don't really use pads that often. They're like a like a liner maybe? Like a reusable yeah, liner? maybe. That could be something. I feel like the Thinks panties would be yeah, kind of Yeah, I think I'd rather do that. that. I feel like that might be more because useful. Like a, like a reusable sorry. thing is going to feel like a diaper and I'm just not. That's true. That's what I like yeah. about the underwears. There's just like, you don't notice it. Alright, um, Tiny Joy. Um, oh, I I uh, watched the movie Knives Out. It came out around Thanksgiving. And I watched it. Oh, I haven't heard of it. Um, I highly recommend. It was very enjoyable. It's a like a murder mystery who done it, and Ooh, it was like Clue, really good. It's still out in theaters, I think, but I like watched it in my illegal ways on the interwebs. Oh um, I'm so scandalous. You, I you know the FBI is gonna come for me. Um, it was so good. It's got Daniel Craig doing this like Southern Louisiana accent that I just like. I'm here for it. I loved it, and. uh it's got Jamie Lee Curtis. It's got Nash. Wait, is it Nash? No. Oh my God. I just, I'm really bad with names. I just can't. I just Me can't. Too. Like that right. one guy and that one thing. Uh, yeah. Um. Exactly. It's got Chris Evans in it. It's got Ooh. the dude from Dexter, whose name I can't remember. It's good. <laughs> that's a show I've been thinking about watching because that's I see. I know it's always on mine too. It's got a ton of people. Just look it up. It's so enjoyable. It's really well done. It was really fun to watch. Um, it's shot really well. It has um, a really like good mystery, but it also has a really nice story just kind of woven in there. It's interesting because it's it's got this piece about kind of like oh, um, kind of like class in there and they did it really well and um yeah it's just really good i loved it so you uh you kind of made me think of something when you jokingly said the fbi is going to come for me and it's like something we definitely could have talked about and it's like the availability of uh feminine hygiene products in like women's prisons oh yeah that's a whole which is it's awful yeah so that's a that's probably that's a topic we probably could get into but yeah it's appalling actually it's yeah. But since we are two hours and five minutes into this before we've edited, we are coming for Kate Kennedy's brand of long form yeah. podcasts. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about Maybe. it another day. <laughs> Told you. Improvising about vaginas. It's where I live. I, this is one of my favorite podcasts to record, honestly. It really was. This is a topic I'm passionate about. If you about. guys want just a couple other things just to like learn more, listen to more, there is a podcast called Vicious Cycle and it is all about periods and stuff like that it's a really good listen um there's a a documentary it came out last year it's only like half an hour it's super short it's on netflix 
or Hulu, I can't remember. Uh, and it's called Period End of Sentence. And it is about women in India who most of like a huge percentage of women in India don't have access to any type of um, like sanitary napkin, tampon, none of that. And so there are these women making these like mini factories where they produce sanitary pads and things and oh. and then provide them it's really interesting um and so there's period end of sentence and actually i believe won an oscar last year was nominated it's really it's sweet it's very good um so those are two mm-hmm. things i'd highly recommend if you're just on this period train this vagina train um mm-hmm. yeah and then uh, there's a podcast we mentioned last week too but it's worth mentioning again this week uh top knot squad so those are uh um minorities so they're gonna have like that especially more perspective of things like medical and not being taken seriously they're obviously gonna be able to speak to that much better than we would they be actually had a really good episode about that a couple white women ago. they did yes um, so de- i would definitely check that out like especially if you are not a minority like broaden check, your horizons check out what uh, yeah figure it yeah, out Yeah, top knot squad <laughs> is really good and then um, please share the podcast with people. We'd love to see you sharing it in like Instagram stories or posts or whatever. That'd be great. Um, rate, subscribe, review, of course. That would be helpful. Um, and let us, you know, send us a, a DM of it or something and we'll share it with everybody. Um mm-hmm. And then you can find us on Instagram at Platonic Life Mates. You can find us on Facebook on our Facebook page at Platonic Life Mates. You can find us on our Facebook group, which is Melissa looked it up. Platonic Life Mates Adult Lady Friends Coven. There you go. She looked it up because I never can remember. I, there's we want to I want to get a little more focus on that and get a little group in there and it just doesn't really have to be like our necessarily our content but I want to have a like place to like share like funny memes about like why is there garlic in people's vaginas in the hospital stuff like that just some just funny stuff like Ooh, that. you guys should post if you've been using cups though or not I'd like to know if I'm the only one um and then you can send us an email at platonic lifemate at gmail.com so that is the show There you go. Bye. Bye.